0: Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whipfield.
1: Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Bold Sports. We're on episode 110. How you doing this week, Mr. Matt? I am doing Alright. Doing all right? Got a lot going on. Got a lot going With on. The work related stuff, and we managed to, you know, figure a night. Yeah, yeah. We were we were kind of scrambling, like, hey, what night's gonna work? And seems like Tuesday night's been working out pretty good. Tuesdays are good. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not big sports nights unless they are. You know. Yeah. Like they, we we got to watch. You know, some of us got to watch Pitt. Some of us might have got to watch the Penguins. Uh, I could have watched Pitt if I would have been turning on my ESPN Plus to watch that and then i'd have to turn that off change the cable in feed input to go back to regular tv to watch the pens yeah it's too much flipping yeah too, so, uh, there, there's too many controls involved in there i just stuck with the pit game and it was bullshit and you well know. you could stream it right yeah yeah you were able to stream from your office while yeah. you were working on the aisles right but but it's the acc network is blocked
0: right on my cable box it's um, yeah yeah I don't know I don't know what, how it is with you, but I don't have with it. Verizon, we don't get it. So I, I don't get it at Comcast either. You know?
1: I think Direct T V is the only one that gets it. Yeah, well So those jags. Those
0: jags. You know, I, know. I was talking to a guy at There's work. holes in my roof from a freaking dish. <laughs> you know?
1: And I- I need to get like See see I was told by now. a guy at work that I can get a fire stick and jailbreak break it mm-hmm. and it gives you everything that Direct T V has. Like he's like, dude, he goes I got the NBA League pass, I got NHL, I got NFL everything, I get MLB yeah. everything. He's like, you know, it's it's just like logged into like regular like huh. direct TV type programming and I'm like, Huh, really? I'm like, got to look into that. <clears throat> I I, that's beyond my skill set. That's beyond my skill set too. Those of us who aren't like
0: master computer hackers like end up paying too much money for content.
1: Yes, we do. Uh, And I actually don't even have a very expanded cable package. I have the one that is able to get me to include Root Sports, yeah. So, or now AT and T Sports, Mm -hmm. so I can watch Pens and Pirates. Uh, But other than that, I have ESPN One and Two. That's all I have. Yeah, like I have the Golf Network. I have NBC Sports and I have Fox Sports. Those are the basics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the basic expanded... It's like the expanded basic package. Yeah. You know, um... If I could figure out a way to get AT&T Sports... Through... Some type of streaming atmosphere... I would. Yeah. And then we would just whack the cable like everybody else is doing and... You know, go from there. Um can't it's
0: not gonna happen because the, the cable like the regional sports networks have such a big part of like the cable bill. Right. You know, the cable company's not gonna let AT and T sports go. Well I mean Because they they get like all those fees every month from everybody who wants to subscribe to it and if, if like your cable provider isn't getting like seven dollars off of every subscriber's bill you Yeah know, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to start jacking up the, the rate for some other you know, stupid reason.
1: Yeah, I get that. And it just sucks because we also have the only we, we pay the only thing we pay for streaming wise. Uh Amanda was able to get the Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN for twelve ninety nine a month for the year. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was like all three, it was like a bundle package. Mm-hmm. Um we have Netflix but we use her dad's login account. Yeah. And we get HBO, HBO Plus and HBO Go through AT&T. It's part of our phone bill. Mm-hmm. Like, you get, what, MLB through T-Mobile, right? I do, yeah. So I get I get HBO Plus and HBO Go.
0: Through, through your
1: phone. Through my phone. You know.
0: That's a better deal. I'm not going to be honest. Like, I pay for HBO, <laughs> and we watch HBO all the time in my house, and there's movies on there all day, and oh, there's, yeah. there's good documentaries, and there's funny shows, and there's serious shows, and... You know. I mean, Netflix is cool and all. I tried to cancel Netflix. Um, probably going to end up restarting it again because there's still stuff on there that I want to watch. Do you
1: have Hulu or Disney? I got the bundle. Oh, you got the bundle canceled, like we did. Like, do?
0: I did what you did. I canceled my ESPN Plus because there weren't any games right. that I wanted to watch. And I was like, the next time there's a game that I want to watch, I'll just get the whole bundle. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have Hulu stuff. There's there's Hulu stuff that I want to watch. And there's, like, you know, Mandalorian is, like, the main thing on Disney. But... You know, like there's other stuff on there that I didn't expect to find that that would probably
1: be interesting. There's so many good sports movies on there. Yeah,
0: well, like like we talked about last week. Like I'm not a big movie guy, and you know, like Disney sports movies aren't really my jam. Like I'm more of like the Waterboy, right? Major League. I like comedies that are like raunchy and like have sports as part of them, right? You know, like Disney. Disney didn't have anything to do with Bolt Durham. I don't believe. No, which is funny. (laughs) No. But, but um but anyway like the the game that i needed to see was crystal palace in the fa cup where they lost 1-0 to Derby county um so not so now i'm hooked up with that and there's like another game on this weekend that if it weren't were it not for crystal palace it would have been another reason for me to log on so yes i've got the bundle and you know so far i'm like three episodes into mandalorian you know i've, I've seen like a lot of cute baby yoda stuff in context, because I've seen it all in memes already. So, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know. You're yeah, like, might, you might as well just jump on the
1: bandwagon, right? Well, it's not really jumping on the bandwagon. Because- I'm not a Star Wars guy, so that has nothing to do with me. But that that doesn't... Yeah. You, know, I, I, you know, I I don't like Star Wars. I'm sorry. I'm a nerd about other shit. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. I mean, but... Quite obviously. Now, is Amanda into Star Wars, or... She's totally into Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, so like you were getting that shit no matter what. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um in the meantime though, no, we are in episode one ten here at Bold Sports. So we you know what we like to do with that number up there. Number ten, here we go. Steelers. Santonio Holmes, the original Tony Tap. Tony Toetap. Man, that that still that, that play in the end zone in Super Bowl forty three. I'll never ever forget that. Yeah. You know, um,
0: that was just on ESPN or something recently. where They, they were doing the, the top countdown plays. Of the top 100 plays. And, you know, we, we had two spectacular plays in recent Steelers memories. Of course, the, um, you know, the... James Harrison. Harrison. Harrison rumbling for that fumble recovery touchdown. And Santonio Holmes with the toe tap to
1: win the Super Bowl. Yeah, awesome. Also, number 10. Who can forget Slash, man? Mr. Cordell Stewart himself. Oh, I, I sure didn't. Uh, I know. I had his jersey. I think I still might have a Cordell Stewart jersey laying around somewhere. It might not fit, but oh, that's too bad, man. Because <laughs> mine probably would have fit you. <laughs> oh, did you get
0: one of those big ones? You know how it was in the 80s or the nineties. You know? Oh yeah, the big jerseys. Big jerseys, and like I could, I could have. It was a gift. Also, like I didn't, want, I didn't want to be a dick and be like, oh yeah, thanks for the gift, but it's too big. Or, you know what I mean? So, so I was like, no, I can roll with this, and also like rationalize. It's like. If you're going to a game, you want it a little big so you can wear it
1: over oh, uh, your coat. Yeah, over top of all your coats and sweatshirts and hoodies and mm. everything else. I have, I, didn't uh, go, I went to like maybe three
0: games during the entire tenure of Cordell Stewart. As a I student. have a,
1: I have a Ben Roethlisberger jersey that's his jersey. Mm. Uh, it's a. It, it's his? Yeah. Like he gave it to you? Um, yes. He handed it to you like himself? Or training camp. <laughs> it was uh okay. okay. Yeah. Training camp. One I of those... Know. One of those, like he was just like had a bag, mm-hmm. um, he, he you know because he'll walk around. He has like a gym bag and just like jerseys and yeah, and shoot and spikes and whatnot. He just mm. like kind of just like tosses. Um, yeah, why not? I got one and cool. it's huge. Yeah, well, he's big, Ben. <laughs> big, it's huge. Bang. It comes down to like above my knees. That's awesome. Man.
0: <laughs> It'd be really weird as if you like told me you slept in it all the time.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> Uh I think I let Amanda wear that one because she could technically wear it with a pair of leggings and it looks like a normal Yinzer It's check. Like a tunic, yeah. Yeah, it's like a normal It's like put a belt around that babe, it's a dress. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have John That'd Bruno. Be That'd be tight. We have John Bruno, Scott Campbell, Roy uh granella Gorilla? Gorilla, the yeah. Kicker. Yeah, great. That was Gorilla's gorillas. That's why the dude yeah, dressed up in the gorilla costume Seventy one to seventy eight. Yeah. So he's got three rings. That's good rings. pedigree. That's he's good got, pedigree. He's got three rings.
0: That's more rings than, than Santana Holmes.
1: Yeah. Kent Nix, Ron Smith, Randy Bull, Bull, Bullkick, Dan Nolan, Earl Moral, Alex Sherman, Russell Colton. Those are some guys all right. Um, most of those were dead before we were thought of.
0: Yeah. Well, Steelers were pretty bad. I bet they had a lot of guys that you know not a lot of people remember i'm sure thank you to the record keepers of the internet for for (laughs) keeping this information you know easily easily googleable i guess is is key to the prep involved here so thanks
1: uh we got penguins number 10s earl ingerfield george swabrick keith mccreary robin burns ted snow Pierre LaRouche, I mean, that's a name that every Penns fan should know. Everybody knows him. He's a golf guy though.
0: <laughs> I know him more from golf. I don't really remember his, his hockey career so much.
1: Well, because I mean, all the pro abs. Yeah. yeah exactly, you know um, He's in that age range where I didn't really see him play hockey Yeah I didn't, I've never I don't believe I ever saw him. Did he play with
0: Lemieux as rookie? Maybe. When, like, I mean they're, they're good friends, so
1: I mean Mario owns the I'm team not sure now, I'm not sure when Pierre LaRouche actually retired. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Peter Lee. Okay. Uh, Gary Riesling, Bob Airy oh yeah, the Bibster, yeah, uh, Wayne Baybach, uh, Don Dungery, Danny Quinn, Barry Peterson, Ronnie Francis, um, Veal Neman, John Leclaire. I forgot we had John Leclaire for. A I minute. forgot we had Billy Neiman in. Yeah, I forgot about Lecra- Leclaire for that minute. Gary Roberts. Who doesn't love Old Man Gary? Uh... Mark Letestu... Tanner Glass... Brendan Morrow... Christian Erhoff... And Garrett Wilson... Dope... Yep. So that's some of your pens right there... hmm Pirates... Surprisingly... So I found a new page... That just... Breaks them down to how many there were... And... And it gives you... Uh... The names... But it's not as long as the other one... Um... Most recent was Jordy Mercer, mm-hmm. Eric Fryer, Josh Rodriguez, Brian Bixer, Rajah Davis, Abraham Nunez, Kevin Elster. That one year. One year. Had, one year we had Kevin Elster, I guess it was towards the end of his career, when they're like, he's like, I still want to play baseball. I'm like, well, you're going to the Pirates. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I had his starting lineup from when he was on the Mets. I believe I... You know, I was like pretty young when I was collecting starting Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was in the
0: 80s. I had Larry Bird concurrently with Kevin Elster to, like, kind of put that in, like, a time frame. In fact, Larry Bird's arm fell off. Wow. And it was the arm that was attached to the ball,
1: so it was kind of weird. Do you remember a guy by the name of Mike Diaz? Yeah, I remember Mike Diaz. Mike Diaz. Diaz. He was that, that, like, uh, utility player. Dude, he had a lot of home runs
0: one year, and he was pretty popular. Yeah, 86. His nickname was Rambo.
1: Yeah, it was Rambo. And they made,
0: like, a graphic of him with, like, like, bandoliers, like, you know, like, like Stallone in
1: the movie. Mike Diaz, man. He was, yeah, he was that guy that played every position except mm-hmm. pitcher, I think. Yeah, um, seriously. Like,
0: I remember going to a lot of games one year when, when he
1: was real popular because he was, you know, hitting a lot of home runs. Johnny Lamaster, Tim Foyle, Benny DeStefano, Richie Hebner. I have a Richie Hebner bobblehead. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, they did do that because he was part of the Lumber Company, I believe. Yeah, like, I, it's it it's
1: the 84
0: Lumber I almost said Lubber Company. Yeah, it's, it like, was get it. it was eighty four
1: lumber uh bobblehead Richie Hebner. Yeah. Um, Ken Reitz, Frank Tavares, Richie Zisk, uh Dave Cash, George Kopak, Gary Kolb, John Pellegrini. Pellegrini. Uh these are guys before any of our time. Uh Danny Kravitz uh Dick Rand, Jack Shepard, Jerry, uh, Danny O'Connell, Jack Mearson, Hank Sanchez, Earl Turner, Clyde Cootz, Hank Cameo, Babe Phelps, Ed Leap, Lloyd Warner, um, and Lloyd Warner was 1932 wow. to 41, so, there you go, how about, uh, the all time, NBA, Walt Clyde Frazier mm. uh played 10 of his 13 seasons in the NBA with the New York Knicks.
0: Speaking of jerseys, I bought one of his at like Goodwill. Did you? Yeah, it was too big, but it was just like I can't pass this up. I like didn't really wear it ever. It's like 5
1: bucks at Goodwill. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I got rid of it cuz it was just stupid to have. Like let someone else enjoy it, you know. Clyde's awesome though, like you know, he he did He was
1: on that team with um uh, Phil Jackson.
0: Yeah. yeah, the one, the one Knicks championship. Yeah, 1972. He was, he was like a defense first guy. Um, you know he was a real flashy dresser. Um, you know, he they won come...
1: two NBA championships with the Knicks. Yeah, uh, two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But
0: they were both in like the early 70s. Yeah. 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 So he was. Um, you know he's called Clyde because of his hats. See, he used to wear like broad brim hats with all of his suits, and oh, he would go out. That's cool. Like, kind of like in the movie you know Warren Beatty in the Bonnie and Clyde film that was kind of around the same time period
1: right on so that's
0: where he got the nickname Clyde from uh he's he's the color announcer for the Knicks telecasts um he's you know he does all these like rhyming sayings that he has like dishing and swishing and vexing and perplexing um you know he's still involved he wears flashy flashy blazers not like Craig Sager level but you know he's pretty. He's pretty not, recognizable. Not, not Craig
1: Sager, Don Cherry level, but. right?
0: But he, you recognize him when he walks into the arena, and he's you know he's much beloved, and he's he's a good one for the all-time number tens in the NBA. There's probably some other guys
1: too, though, right? Uh, Fraser was named the NBA's 50th anniversary all-time team. His number has been retired by the Knicks. Also uh, notable, uh, Ronnie Francis in the NHL was yeah. noted, which he you know played for the Pens. Played for? Did he play for the Whalers too? Yeah, he came from the Whalers. He came from the, Pens, the Whalers with Zarley Slapsky.
0: Yeah, and then he went back to the Carolina franchise yeah. after his Penguins. And style
1: then style. Uh, in the NFL, how about Fran Tarkenton? Oh, that's a good one. Fran Tarkenton up there in Minnesota. Four Super Bowls, mm-hmm. four losses. Um, one of them was against the Steelers. Um, yeah, that was a funny story about the Fran, about Fran Tarkenton real quick. So my cousin Carl... Um, this started his year. This started his getting Christmas presents that he can't use. Mm -hmm. Um, his grand his grandfather, uh, was at a yard sale and found a, a, uh, an NFL football box, looked in the box and said, there's a football in there. Cool. It was needed. He's like, it needs air, whatever. So he didn't even look at the rest of the football and he packed it up, wrapped it up and gave it to my cousin for, for Christmas. Well, he pulls the football out and it's got three Brown sides and one white side with a signature on it. Hmm. My uncle goes, ah, before, you, before you play with that, let's do some research on it. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, he gets on and, and takes it to a shop. And the shop looks at it and says, you know, well, we have a database that we can find out. And they took the serial numbers off the football. Mm-hmm. And it was for Antarkinson's signature. Oh, wow. On the white, on the white piece. Yeah. And it was, like, number, like, 43 of whatever number series balls that he signed in this period of time well you can't play with that so my michael's like well carl we can blow it up and put it in a glass case but you can't play with this one mm. so that started the realm of my cousin carl every year for christmas for a long time getting a christmas present that he wasn't allowed to use <laughs> well you know he'll, he'll probably appreciate it when he's older he will sure he will uh let's move on here to some local um soccer matt we got the river hounds um, River Hounds—they uh, got a loss of some key players uh, like Nico Brett, Toby Abawale. Uh The Hounds haven't really been adding and signing players like other UST, USL teams have been. Um, they're still looking at some guys. Apparently, they did have their open tryout not too long ago. I'm not sure what came out of that one. The Steel Army is kind on Twitter has been um, keeping us up to date a little bit. Uh, the schedule is out though. Um, I haven't been able to see the preseason schedule cause you know how Matt, like last year they played uh, a bunch of preseason games against like some college teams and so forth in, Febu- yeah. in February and whatnot. Yeah. Regional. Uh, right. I didn't see yeah. any of the, I didn't see any of the, um, any of the preseason games set. I'm, I'm probably looking in the wrong place, but mm-hmm. in the meantime, the Hounds do start on the road again this year, Saturday, March 14th in Charlotte. And then they're home the following week uh, with Louisville City coming into Highmark Stadium on the twenty-first. Yeah,
0: hard uh, to believe. It, does, it seems like not that long ago, Louisville was breaking our hearts, right? And they are they are coming
1: back. They're coming back quickly. That uh, is on March twenty-first. Yes, March twenty-first. That that is uh, going to happen here. Now this this Google
0: result says four p.m. That can't be right. For for the for the game for the Riverhounds game. Yeah. It might be. That's wild. 4 p.m. Is that something they do when it's freezing in the, in the spring? Maybe it,
1: it might be started early, get over for getting...
0: No, because these are all like this. This has to be wrong because they're playing like three o'clock afternoon games in June. Uh,
1: yeah, so that makes no That's, sense. I, I saw a lot of TBAs. Yeah, at the schedule. I, I was on the Riverhounds website. I no, saw I a
0: lot I, of... I think whoever like i have not. I just googled it briefly. Yeah, I, I saw a, for a lot, the lot of dates TBAs. anyway.
1: And yeah, so.
0: First home game is the 21st. First away game is the week before that on the
1: 14th. Right on. Matt, what do we got in um, the other soccers of the world going on right now? Well, last week I mentioned replays in the FA Cup. Yes. Because if there's a tie, they flip it to the other. Right. I heard Mark Madden screaming about something about uh, Liverpool. (laughs) matches if we were on video right now you'd have just seen the disgust and the eye roll that i just received (laughs) i I just i don't know i don't care what he was talking
0: about they didn't even play today um they haven't lost a premier league game in like a year um they're the defending champions of europe like what are you complaining about dude he like, wasn't
1: really complaining, I don't think. Well, but. then I really don't want to hear about it. <laughs> but anyway, back to ties and aggregate scoring and flipping. So there's no, there's no there's no aggregate
0: in FA Cup. If it's tied, they just have to have a do-over, basically. Um, so some of those do-overs happened today. And, you know, a bunch of teams advanced. And Tottenham was one of them. I got to watch a little bit of that on my ESPN Plus subscription. And, uh you know it was like it was 2-0 and then i had to leave and then when i got back home i checked the score and it was 2 to 1 was the final so i guess i missed a little late drama um, there's there's a man united game tomorrow being wednesday it'll be over by the time anyone hears this show um, there's more premier league stuff over the weekend and it's you know like it's becoming more and more apparent that the premier league's going to end the way it's going to end with liverpool as the as the champion so now now the uh focus comes to be on like the other spots in European competition for next year as well as the relegation zone. Um you know, three teams have to get kicked out of the league. So, you know, there's that and we're we're just kind of waiting until February when the Champions League starts back up.
1: Uh, Champs League is is I know there's the Premier League, but champs league is kind of the premier league (laughs) it's the it's the most lucrative competition right in in like the world um i
0: think it's i think it's bigger than the world cup in terms of like overall money i mean it's every year you know and it's you know because it's club players it's like you know it's not it's not just the, the countries that are in it obviously um you know they're, they're they're marketing themselves to the whole world, and and it's it's pretty obvious. You know it's it's either the World Cup or the Champions League, or like one or the other is the biggest. Um, but the Champions League's every year, and yeah, like I mean, there's not going to be
1: a title race in the Premier League, I don't think. Are we on a World Cup year this year? No, two years. Yeah, two years. Two years for men's, right? Mm-hmm. Women's was eighteen. No, women's was last year. 19 19 Yeah so the next
0: women's will be 23
1: They're on odd years. Yeah. Okay. They're on odd years. Got it. I, it goes like
0: men's world men's world cup then women's world cup and then Euro would be like the there's a Euro this year. So that that's something we could talk about in the summer. Okay. When when they have the European
1: no, the European and Cup. And it's
0: the same, same for similar format to the World Cup with group play and then knockout rounds. Um, but it's just teams from Europe. But as you'll come to realize, Europe is huge. There's like, you know, half the teams in FIFA are Europe. A lot of... Kazakhstan fun. is considered part of Europe. Israel Kazakhstan? is considered part of Europe. Really? Russia is Europe. Like, all of Russia is considered Europe. So, Europe's big. And it's a big deal. Um, and then the year before the World Cup, you'll have the Confederations Cup, which is basically like you know, sort of like a proof of concept that these ridiculous like, stadiums
1: are going to work. Okay, so they, so that's whenever because it's in Qatar, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they build some extra stadiums in Qatar, and then not extra; they didn't really
0: have any. Okay, so I mean, they they had stadiums, but they don't have ones that are like FIFA rated. Okay, they have to be like there's like a certain like floor capacity you've got to have certain amenities like certain accommodations for media you know because you've got reporters from like every, world. every country in the world coming to, to get credentials to cover the thing um you know you've got like pods of teams like traveling around the country you've got to be able to like get them in and out efficiently so they had to build a whole bunch of infrastructure like a lot of the people who run fifa like went to jail or lost their jobs as a result of the voting that put the World Cup in this country. So now the pressure's on to not, like, you know, like, I guess it's really trying to, like, save some face, but it's hard to, like, save any sort of respect when we know that there has been slave labor and, like, the working conditions are awful, and yet people aren't going to boycott the thing. I mean, you might say, well, I'm boycotting Qatar, but, like, when was I ever going to for real go there?
1: Yeah, Yeah. the point is there
0: are going to be games on TV and it's going to be all summer long and you'll be hard pressed to find a true soccer fan who's going to boycott it.
1: I know two people and only one I can call right now Mm -hmm. that have been to Qatar or Qatar, however you want to pronounce it. Um, And that was on a, they didn't have time to come home from the Middle East on Mm -hmm. their, uh, you know, they had like a five-day leave from, like, Middle East around Easter out of, like, Afghanistan or Iraq, wherever they were at that point in time. So Mm -hmm. a bunch of them decided to go to Qatar and lay it on the beaches, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I heard about how there's only, like, one liquor store for the whole country, Mm -hmm. and you can't, like, drink in public, and you have to, like, in your hotel room only, and, you know, stuff like that. So...
0: I mean, it's, you know, and that's a whole other can of worms if you want to get into. I mean, like, homosexuality... Oh is, yeah, yeah. it's not okay there, and you've got people who wanna be like you know openly themselves and go to the world cup, and like you can't really can't really have it both ways, so that's just another like screwed up thing that's about this thing that's happening in two years from now, two and a half years from now oh no and it's gonna be in the it's actually gonna be in the winter well yeah it'll be our winter they yeah. haven't usually had a winter world cup they're they're gonna have to have all the leagues take like a big hiatus in the middle of their seasons. In order to accommodate this,
1: right? Because if they did it in the middle of summer, it'd be 150 degrees. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's all really screwed up, and it really could have come to the United States very easily, like with minimal like, new infrastructure being built. We already have enough stadiums to host all these international friendlies every summer. Well, we're having, we're, we're, we're what, we're in the next World Cup. It's in North America. North America, and that's fine, but like they, Politics and corruption, like, gave the World Cup to a place that doesn't seem to be ready for it or deserving of it.
1: And, um, you know, it could have been ours exclusively. Yeah, we'll see how uh, this turns out. we got a couple years left uh, before we really have to worry about it. So, like you said, it's, it's what, two, two, 2021, right? Well, they'll, they'll do the, the FA Cup or... The Confederation. The Confederation, yeah. And they'll play in Qatar and see mm-hmm. how it goes. Yeah, and then was it? What happens if it doesn't go well? They can they be like, oh, well, we're gonna move it. You know,
0: there was all kinds of talk that South Africa wasn't ready when when they hosted it a few years ago. And there's there's always this like, Are those damn
1: buzzing things. That's when they
0: had the buzzing things. But that I mean, the issue again was like, were the stadiums gonna be ready? Like they they didn't have enough like FIFA class stuff. You know, so they had to do a bunch of construction, and it wasn't on schedule, because construction never goes on schedule.
1: We know uh, that.
0: So, you know, this this is what happened, and they said that, you know, like, well, as a backup plan, like, FIFA could just pull the World Cup at the last minute and give it to the U.S. Because the U.S., you know, they, they could just be like, sure, we got the Rose Bowl, and, you know, big house. Lincoln Financial, and, you know. Yeah, we got the Rose Nashville, Bowl, we got the Big House, we got Hard Sol- Rock Stadium, Soldier all these, Field. All these places that, that are big enough. You know, have big enough field dimensions, have enough seats, have enough space for media. You know, uh, places State that college. can host the Super Bowl can host any FIFA game. Yep. So, you know, you, you go in, and that was like, I mean, that was several years ago. Like, I think with the political situation, it'd be a lot less likely that they would just like steal the World Cup from a country and give it to the U.S. Um, but I don't think they would have done it anyway. South Africa ended up hosting the World Cup. Other than the incessant buzzing, it was a very good World Cup. It was very entertaining to watch, and everybody who went there had a good time and loved it, and there was no like major catastrophe because
1: the stadiums or the roads were
0: bad. That's good. That's just my two cents. That's good. Well, Obviously,
1: I wasn't there. Well, we're going to move on uh, to a little bit of the PGA Tour. Now, this Sunday was quite awesome, and the last two PGA Tour events were awesome because they were on Hawaii time. So Hawaii time. Yes. Yeah, so they were in Hawaii Aloha. time. And uh so they, they 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 were a little later broadcasting for those of us they weren't as late as like when they were in Australia mm. or in Europe or whatnot. Um but a little later. Uh so this Sunday like I got to watch some hockey because the football game started late, so I got to watch the afternoon hockey game that started mm. at noon on NBC and then I got to watch two football games and then I got to watch the finals the final couple the final holes and I was flipping back to the tournament a little bit throughout football um but I got to watch the final holes because the 18th hole uh at the Sony Open this last weekend uh was a wild one uh for the finish as well as the weather uh Cameron Smith um won in overtime over Brendan Steele uh Webb Simpson made it interesting uh the last few holes as well um so the 18th hole took an hour. Mm. So you and I go out and play golf not that not that long. We know what courses not to go to on what days. like yeah. nobody in their right mind should go to South Park on a Saturday or Sunday before three in the afternoon. Right. or Me. like that time that I, I was with like Shiloh and
0: Hess. And we, we tried to go to Hickory on, like, the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we couldn't even find a parking spot, so we just, like, turned like drove back down and went. to went. Frosty? <laughs> no, we we did go to Frosty. Because Craig was with us, and we had never been, like, uh, Hess and Shiloh and I had never been to Frosty, but Craig is from Upper St. Clair. Right. And he's just like, well, we'll go to Frosty Valley. It's only nine holes, but, like, it's not usually crowded. And it was, like, one of the best, like, golf days ever. It's right. It was a lot of
1: fun. Yeah,
0: it's great. I
1: love Fr- it. Frosty is a great nine-hole course. I love that course. It throws everything at you in nine holes. Um, now, so what happened here is the weather was bad uh, in Honolulu. Uh, they had rain and so forth, and it was raining, and it, but it wasn't raining enough where they stopped play. Uh, but they were squeegeeing 18th green. They, mm-hmm. they, were, uh, they put a new 18th green in. They were squeegeeing it. And um, it was... So there was a group on the green that was getting squeegeed. You had a group in the fairway, then a the final group with the leaders was on the tee. So the, the, this whole process, and then, so after the guys cleared the green, the guys in the middle of the fairway played up to the green, and it's a par five, so your second shot doesn't necessarily get on the green. Um, it was uh, Palmer, uh, Ryan, Ryan Palmer mm. was in the bunker, hits a three-wood out of the bunker, hooks that shit so far right, slices it so far right. Off the TV tower and into the woods, couldn't find his ball. Had to drive back, play his second shot again. Whatever, the 18th hole took time. Well, this whole time, um, while this was going on, Brendan steals in the lead with the one shot, with the one shot lead. And these guys are getting stiff, getting you know it's raining, it's a little chilly outside. They're getting stiffened up. He hooks his second shot when they finally get to play. He hooks his second shot so far left. He gets relief his relief helped him out. He had his good shot, but then he shorted his his relief shot. It left it open to um left open to Cameron Smith. He goes ahead and he puts it right in there and then ties it up he was he was two shot- he was one shot down tied it up and um they go to overtime overtime was played on the tenth hole um for the extra hole. And uh Brendan Steele just broke down at that point and left the door wide open for Cameron Smith, who ends up with the win. It was uh overtime by one hole. Um it was a great finish, like I said, but the eighteenth hole took an hour. It was like who the fuck, man. <laughs> it's like I said, it's like trying to play South Park on a Sunday at ten thirty in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a seven hour round at that it's point. It's too much, man. It's just not that's just not fun golf. Um this week though. Uh, is really good because the uh, PGA Tour is back on the mainland. Um, the uh, Career Builder Challenge this weekend at La Quinta, uh, California, the uh, PGA West Private Clubhouse and Courses, start Thursday. This is uh, more big names getting involved in this, uh, in this young season. Phil Mickelson's first tournament, um, other than uh, he played uh, in one tournament in um, Asia. Um, but this is his first tournament in uh, the States of the PGA season. Ricky Fowler's in this, uh, Bubba Watson, and so forth. you got a lot of guys. Coming. Brooks Kepka apparently is healthy and getting ready to go. He's not in this one, but um, next week, so this is where the PGA really ramps up because you got two really good tournaments that everybody knows, that everybody likes to watch, and I'm sure next, not this weekend, come up, but next weekend Tiger will be in because they're going to be playing Tory Pines where he's won at, like, nine times. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Farmer's Insurance uh, Open, and then the week after that is the Phoenix Open uh, at the stadium course with that, you know, that 16, that stadium 16 green, that par 3, where everybody yeah. gets loud, and, and the players embrace the loudness for the first time, you know, in golf, the one time a year where you're allowed to be, like, other than the Ryder Cup, where you're allowed to be, like, loud and raunchy and get everybody going. Um, yeah, about that Ryder Cup thing,
0: like... The, well, the Ryder Cup is... To, Similar to the President's Cup is next year, and, and did it's not a caddy States. get kicked out of yes. The yes. President's yeah, Cup yeah, for yeah, like yeah, reacting to yeah, the yeah, rowdiness? Yeah, yeah, and, that was uh, Patrick Reed's.
1: That was Patrick Reed's caddy, by yeah. the way.
0: So, um, you know,
1: like the, maybe less rowdiness. Ah, uh, that's what the Ryder Cup's all about—the rowdiness—and it's in the States this year. So I feel like people are rowdy enough in our society. They're playing. That we I, don't believe, need to I believe. I believe they're playing whistling straights. Yeah. See, that doesn't
0: sound very rowdy. <laughs> it's not like Whistling Straits. It's not a rowdy name. I
1: mean, it's a rowdy course. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> they, they, that's where he, that was for Jordan Spieth. It was here the U.S. Open and PGA Championship he won. Uh, it was up at Whistling Straits, up in up in Wisconsin, up on the lake. Um, but yeah, so the PGA right now is. I mean, they're getting ramped up. They're coming into some stuff. Uh, before you know it, the Masters is going to be here. It's the mm. first weekend. in eight. I did start seeing those ads. Yeah, I. Right. So you saw the commercials for the Masters? They're starting
0: them earlier this year. It's usually not till like, the Super Bowl. Yeah. When they're like, okay, this is the next thing. Right. And you got to wait until April for it, and no, we don't care.
1: I guess March Madness comes before the Masters, but... It does. You know. It does, but, uh, yeah. So, I, I, you know, it, it just makes me get itchy to go play, which I did on Saturday, because it was, what, It 60? was a nice Saturday. 60 fucking 8 degrees. It ended up being 72 total. Uh, in Pittsburgh here on Saturday, but I went out and played nine holes. Um, it was a little soft, but mm-hmm. you know what? I'll take soft. I'll take a plug ball here, or there. Winter rolls, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's just good to get out on the course, you know, loosen the back. Actually, I loosened the back up that day, but I can tell you Sunday I was sore as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then I ran at work Saturday night. It was awesome. Uh, but no, I just get out and play. You some- ran? Yeah, yeah. Saturday night in a restaurant and bar. Come on, you're moving. You're yeah, not running. I'm not running, but I'm moving quickly and yeah. I have steps. You you trust me, dude, like yeah. you're working different muscles yeah. when you're actually y- running. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> uh all right folks. In the meantime though, we're gonna take a break right now. Uh listen to what our friends at Sorgachar Media Studios in Beachview have going on. Um I heard the the broadcast is coming back tonight I was uh watching uh Awesome Cast. Uh course fishing without bait. Um There's a whole bunch of new podcasts that uh, Sorg has going on up there in Beachview. Uh, We'll be back in just a few moments, folks. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions no-holds-barred? Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back for our second uh, edition here at Bold Sports, episode 110. All right, Matt. This one came across the feed today, and uh, the only reason I'm really bringing it up is because it involved your old high school. Okay. Um. So... I don't know what feed you're uh, on. It, it was through WPXI and KDKA. Okay. <clears throat> um, came across on, on their Facebook posts about it. Mm. Um. So apparently there is a young gentleman uh, at Central Catholic High School that um, is challenging... The school's uh, appearance code, uh, because apparently Central Catholic has a uh, appearance code for the boys of for their hair to be no longer off the ears, no longer than, and it can't touch the collar. Uh, no dreads, no braids, no cornrows, no zigzags, no mohawks, no bi-level haircuts. Uh, stuff yeah, I, like I that. I went there. You you know. I'm I know good. i'm good you're good, you, good. you know you know I, know I know the rules, yeah, yeah, you know the rules, uh apparently those rules still stand um and there are a few of the young gentlemen uh on the football team that um are are protesting uh this situation uh and were told about their hair uh and have yet to and have received uh, <laughs> uh some disappointing action um about their hair and whatnot, and are protesting the thing and getting petitions signed by fellow members of the football program and a fellow student body uh, that the uh, it's, it's an antiquated uh, rule and it's 2020 and people should be allowed to express themselves and the hair doesn't really matter. Now, my personal opinion on this, Matt, is um, you and or your family um, and or your high school football recruiter um, saw potential in you, didn't want you to go to a worse school. I'm sorry.
0: Did you say high school football recruiter? <laughs> I mean, first of
1: all, like nobody, <laughs> like <laughs> Matt, we know it's a running joke. Your I opinion is downgraded now because of I know, comment. I know. It's a, it's a running joke. I like to get under your skin and get a rise mm-hmm. out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a private school. You yeah. chose to go there. Your family chose to send you there, you know. And, and it's a private school. You have a uniform. Mm-hmm. You have rules that you go by. You, you, did you walk around the halls with your shirt untucked? Sometimes, if I could get away with it. Like if you could get away with it, how many times were you told to tuck your shirt back in? Probably a lot. I mean, not a lot. I mean,
0: tend tend to like dress myself and like stay dressed. Right. Like I, I don't have that problem. Some people do, right? You know, um, I don't know, man. I wasn't ready for this. I didn't, I didn't even know anything about this. Um,
1: I mean, they could relax the standards a little. I could see relaxing you know? the standards, but I could see relaxing the standards. I understand it. And to me, hairstyle really doesn't make a fucking difference, you know. No, and and it, and if they say it's a safety issue for sports, there's things that. You can do to make your hair not come from underneath your helmet. Whether it's a football helmet, a baseball helmet, a lacrosse helmet. Well, what are we talk- we're not talking about the sports. Like- no, but they were just talking in general that, you know, the school has a thing against... Yeah, it's through the whole school. Yeah, and that, that's school. So, like, I mean,
0: could they, like, make guys, like, keep their hair, like, pulled into a ponytail during the school day? And then, like, they can, you know, like, let it flow... Right. Cause isn't that the thing with Clemson? Is like Trevor Lawrence, like you
1: know, like he has to keep it uh, above his shoulders.
0: Yeah, because Dabo is kind of like that. Yeah, he has to keep know? it above his shoulders. Now, I mean, I don't know about this whole thing with with the hair. Um, it's a good school. <laughs> I mean, you go right. there, and there's a lot of rules that they're strict about. When I was a freshman, we were allowed to carry backpacks. To every class didn't have to put them in the lockers people started like expressing themselves with their backpacks they started writing the names of their favorite bands in whiteout on the backpacks and it became really cool to have like an ll bean backpack and to like make the straps as loose as possible so it like sagged down to your ass right and this was also when like corduroy was big and like you could get away with like saggy corduroy pants if your backpack was covering your ass, because nobody can really tell, like where your belt line is, you know, unless they're looking at your junk, which is a whole other problem that that school apparently seems to have. Um, that being said, <laughs> that being said, um, the the times are changing. The world is changing. The, the concept of like this is an outstanding preparatory school, as they always say. Like, if we were preparing you for the real world, then we're preparing them for a world where it's okay to have, like, a man bun in the office and be, like, a CEO these days. And you can have a fucking shit ton of tattoos and, like, run for mayor of the city of Pittsburgh. You know, and it's it's okay. And, you know, like...
1: I can have a big bushy beard and be a bartender.
0: And you can express yourself quietly and respectfully through your appearance without disrupting everything. Correct. Like you know, if D. Snyder fucking like enrolled at Central (laughs) when I was there, it would have been like a distraction, you know. But if they had been like you know, just just put on like a a shirt with a collar and like pull it back in a pony, wear a tie, you know, some some like some like three-eyed docs, not the like twelves that you came in here with, (laughs) you know. I mean, another another thing that changed while I was there was facial hair. When I, like, my freshman year, like, our, our assistant principal had a beard, and you were allowed to have facial hair if you could grow it and, like, not look sloppy, and then he just decided to, like, shave it off, or maybe his bosses told him, because he was only the assistant, maybe the bosses told him he had to shave, and he had to, like, you know, it was weird, because, like, he, sophomore year, it's like, yeah, no more facial hair, and he's, like, standing up there at assembly on the first day, like, like, like he just got out of a freaking like straight razor barber chair, <laughs> like all shiny and shit. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I was so I was reading into it, and then uh, you know, some of the par- some of the parents said that you know, um, uh, of course, people want to take it right to race and here and there because it happened to be an African American kid that you know wanted to grow uh, dreads mm. or whatnot. What did his coaches tell him about the dress code? I, I don't... Like you, you joked about the
0: recruiter, but like that's a good point because like if you if you're Really like see here's if the thing: recruiting somebody, or if he just happened to like walk in and sign up like everyone else does. Wait, right, wait. Right. I mean, I mean, you know? here, here, here's and then a, he meets the coach on the first day of practice, and the coach. I here's the
1: thing: is is it? We joke about the whole recruiting thing. It, it may or may not happen. Nobody really knows. Um, conversations are had. Conversations are had. You know, but you, but play, in any event, you play you play like recklessly. You know, with people, you know, you, you, know you have You um, have if you're being recruited by anybody. They're not going to tell you... They'll tell you what you want to hear. They're not going to tell you the whole specifics. Well, that's the thing also. You know... uh, The football
0: coaches don't have to... Like, they don't... Like, we're talking about Dabo Sweeney, like, imposing certain, like, you know, grooming standards on his players. Like, nobody who coaches for Central has to impose those standards because the school's doing that for them. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, they could go coach at, like, Penn Hills and, and try to, like... You know, like good good luck. I mean, I guess like telling a bunch of teenagers how to dress when they can't actually be like punished for it other than like running an extra lap or something. I mean, all you do is make them like stronger and in better shape.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? Yeah, so, like, I, I get it. So if
0: the school, and I'm, it wouldn't shock me if the school would just say like, no, we're keeping the same standards that we've yeah. always had. Well, there was, there was, I'm a... sure they'll, they they will consult with like, Alumni. There, there was a parent that said, "said, look,
1: said we, uh, we, we decided to send our child to Central Catholic, and you know, uh, he went in and took the test and and got approved and got accepted and so forth. And the thing is, is as they said at that point in time, this is your son is more than welcome to come here, um, on the fact that he gets rid of his bright green mohawk that's ten inches long. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Kid got rid of the mohawk. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, you want to go there." As yourself, your parents want to send you there. You go there for sports reasons. You obey by the rules. What is this? Are they antiquated? Probably. Is there things they can relax on? Hairstyle? Probably. I mean, we're talking about a high
0: school in the middle you know, of the city. We're not you know, talking yeah. about, like, Phillips Andover Academy or, like, Exeter. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? We're not talking and, about the Citadel here. S- you you know? know, standards have changed.
1: And, like, just... Like I think that we're getting away from this. Like hard yeah. ass. I went to I went to public school, man. Whenever yeah. I could still wear Big Johnson T-shirts, and I could still mm-hmm. wear the Kevyn Naked T-shirts, and the No Fear T-shirts. I got I wore Budweiser Frog T-shirts. Yeah, we're not talking about you know, that. We're just talking you know, about. But, you know, and the, my hair didn't matter. They didn't care if I wore spike bracelets. They didn't care if I wore twelve hole docks. You wore spike bracelets at times. You, like goth, goth Steve, punk. Punk but you know <laughs> so i that's, mean
0: but that's the thing like there were a lot of punk there were a lot of yeah. punk people in my in my school there was a big controversy I think it was like my senior year like the guy who was like the i don't know if he's like senior class president or something but he uh he wrote an op-ed for like the school newspaper about how like all the like punks and hippies were ruining school spirit and like there's just you know that's not the real world anymore like it's not the 50s anymore you know, it's not. and a lot of a lot of the people who have like punk aesthetic, you know, go on to do great things, and you know they they keep their beliefs and they keep their style, and they don't like waste four years at Central because they had their hair was too long. You know, I mean, shoot, there there was a guy he didn't he didn't have out, out outlandish hair, but he refused to stand for the uh, pledge of allegiance. Like he would, he would stand respectfully for the prayer. And then when, when the prayer was over and we did the pledge, he would sit down. And, like, the school was okay with that. They were okay with that. Like, kids would say shit to him, like, you know. But there were also other people who would defend his right to free speech. Right. But the school didn't, like, involve itself. I mean, that you could say that's very disruptive. Yeah. You could say, you know, you're inciting people to be mad and, and to be controversial you know, but they let it go. I mean, again, I don't know what it's like there anymore. Like right. I mean, the late '90s when we're, I was there—that was of school. a pretty progressive time in our recent history.
1: Right, we've been like, out of school like for today. over 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, what 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 happened when we were in school is way different than what's going on now in school. And and you and I can both agree on that one. I, I'm just saying that you know what, and you went to the school. The only reason I brought it up when I saw the article about it was because you went there, you you lived through it, and my my personal opinion is. It's a private school. The private school can impose the standards that they want to because it's a private school. You're paying to go there. You either want to go there, Mm -hmm. your family's going there, you're paying to be there. Public school, they still have standards, but their standards are super, super lax compared to a private school. I mean... When they they kick everyone into, like, one big Catholic league, like, I'd love
0: to see, like... (laughs) Watch like North Catholic. Speaking of that, North Matt, Catholic that... will come out and be like, "We're the Miami of Whippie Speaking okay, of... like speaking, you come, of... you get the turnover chain, and you can wear your hair as long as you want. Well, and of... We're going to get, the... get all the, the best that... recruits. We're going to steal them away. It's like, would you rather go play for Notre Dame or would you rather go play for LSU? Yeah,
1: right. You know what I mean? <laughs> my my question, Matt, is is no, my question is, you brought this up uh, on break, and I, I was unaware uh, about the whole. WPIL potential realignment yeah they're here. talking about
0: realignment again um cause there's not a lot of balance right now with there being like seven teams in 6A and you know like and one of them just dropped out 3A, 4A seems to be like you know really like so like, there's two classifications that are so big that they can't even like fit the um you know, championship game into Heinz Field because they need an extra week. Five A and two A. Yeah, so five A and two A, like even if they could play six games, which I know is impossible in one day, like they, they, there's two classifications where it takes an extra week to sort through all the playoff teams. And they they're trying to fix it. Now I don't have access to Post Gazette articles anymore. You too? Yeah, they finally like they finally... got wise to my backdoor, which isn't really much of a backdoor. It's this little website called Twitter that perhaps yeah, right? you've heard of. And I was reading free articles for years on my phone and finally like they got wise. So all I can really go off of is what they said on the, the local news, which is that there's like four proposals. Um Right now, they are taking comment from Whippeel member institutions, and then there's going to be some sort of like non-binding vote. Like Whipial makes the final say, but I think there's going to be like at least like an advisory survey taken by all the schools. Um, and two of the interesting proposals involve like regionalizing it. Um, one one would involve like regional conferences, like more teams per conference, but you would you wouldn't necessarily be separated by um, like. Class, you know, like six A, five A, four A. So you could be in a regional conference, like say, for example, here in the South Hills, you could have Lebo playing KO again and playing Seton, you know, and, so you know, and so playing you know, so Ken then, and Mac, even though they're six A now technically. So but know, it would be easier then,
1: travel. Yeah, but then, but then but then you'd have Lebo playing KO, and this year KOs. I'd go to the Leo KO game. I, I, would, I would go to it. I think
0: they'd have to have like extra police presence. There's sure there like f- fifty years of just like snarky... I know the internet didn't exist in the 70s, but I feel like it did. (laughs) Because every time I look at my phone, it's not hard to find some shitty shit from Lebo people about Dormont
1: people. Right. And and vice versa. I mean, this year, though, KO had a pretty solid team. and could probably stack up against Lebo. Um, But Lebo, in general, plays... always played up. Mm -hmm. They're playing in 6A, and KO's 2A. Yeah. I mean... That's kind I mean, of a mismatch. That's one of the options but... on
0: the table is tweaking the enrollment numbers. You know, that, that's one way to like spread it out a little more is to so like actually force, force three... some schools to play up by like dropping the bar down a little bit to where like oh guess what like you're now you're now like you just went from four a to five a or I guess they're not trying to add teams to five a but you could make teams move up from five a to six a
1: but you can also by just lowering teams... the threshold but you could also tell teams that they can't play up. That's, there's only a handful of teams that do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Lebo's one. No, no, there's, Central doesn't play up. Lebo, I wasn't going to say that. Okay, because I, <laughs> I, I Googled it one time. Yeah, Central yeah. doesn't play up. Like, I
0: looked up this, this, the numbers on the Whipio yeah. website, and uh, we're, we're cool, we're good. Yeah,
1: uh, Lebo plays up, um, Penn Trafford plays up. Uh,
0: well, you need teams playing up into 6A, or else there's not going to be, know, any, there's going to be like three teams.
1: We talked about Butler last week. Well, Butler just. I don't out know. And if out this, walked away from Whipple well, and says, I, this, we're going to just play an independent they schedule. They might stick
0: around if this, depending on how this realignment works. It, they, they could. If they
1: get told, like, you're now, well, playing, that's what you're prompted now playing in this, the North Conference. Well, with, that's like, what prompted the, the realignment there. Yeah, they might
0: know. not enjoy playing in like the regional North Conference if it means having to play Seneca and North Alabama. Maybe they could do and the, and the realignment and, on
1: how many guys you have on a team, not how many players you have in the school. Because where Butler had 17 players on the mm-hmm. team. Come on. But then that would disincentivize recruiting. <laughs> Central could be like,
0: "No, stop getting players. We don't want to play new players. We want to We, we want to go kick the shit out of Guy Bowl next
1: weekend. We don't want to We don't want to play NA. <laughs> Where NA pretty much always has 53 guys on yeah, the Yeah, well, you know you know roster.
0: how NA recruits? <laughs> By having money. Okay? Coach Coach Benjamin and Coach Jackson are bringing in... Lo- oh, they're working the trail. They don't even know it. They don't even realize it. They're in and out of the tills and up, up at that hole. Well, well,
1: well, the last couple of years and North Allegheny's football team has been Steelers' kids. Um, I'm saying. You know, I'm and, saying, brother, and brothers. I'm saying. Uh, you know, I get that. And I bet you that the KO, like, you know, fracking team is probably well, slightly you know better than the Well, you know what? <laughs> the Kowski should have went to KO, but you know what? Seatless South said, hey, why don't you come across the street? <laughs> whatever man you know what that's allowed and they're they're big
0: italian family man like it makes a lot of sense for them to go to catholic school their cousins went to see la salle yeah so i mean whatever well you you know you can't judge people based on their choices yeah and it's you know like ko's a good school too it's not like no KO's it's not good. like they were like fleeing from like a failing public school. Yeah, yeah, school, they're not they're not fleeing you know? from Shenley. But it's like you yeah. know you're, you're kind of balancing everything. Like at the time, Seton LaSalle football was a lot bigger deal than
1: KO football. It was, and then Seton LaSalle since dropped off, and they still play in A. Mm-hmm. uh Seton LaSalle actually no Seton LaSalle triple-A now,
0: but they got uh, yeah they're in a different conference and they play in Carnegie. Com- yeah,
1: and um, they still use Dormont Stadium on occasion. Yeah, but not not like full time. Not no no no, no full time. I think God. Uh, I think Ko said we upped the numbers on that one. So mm. <laughs> they're like, we want more money. Yeah, because well. there was like three schools using Dormont Stadium. It was Canavan and Canavan, Can- Can- yeah. Canavan Ko and Seton La all... and there, there was a game every Friday and Saturday there for. Yeah. Oh, I know. I could. Uh, <laughs> I could hear it. <laughs> what band was playing this week? <laughs> that was wild. It was
0: the when TJ came through? Mm. Like the band was so much louder.
1: Well, TJ is a big band.
0: Yeah. So it was just like you could just tell it was like. Twice as loud as any other band.
1: So uh, now, Matt, let's move on to uh, some pressing news that has kind of rocked the uh, the, the Major League Baseball world here. Um, the Astros manager, A.J. Hinch, and GM, Jeff uh, Lung-Hau, Lung-Hau, uh were released from the team uh, after the MLB investigation into the sign-stealing scandal of 2017. Uh, Major League Baseball, uh, uh, ç- 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 Major League Baseball s- suspended them both, uh, for one year, fined the organization $5 million, took away 2020, 2021, first and second round draft picks. Um, so that, that whole thing was, was brought down. And then the owner of the Astros was like, you guys are done. Um. And he said he was setting the standard higher for the team and the organization more than just Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I'm assuming there's a loophole in both those guys' contracts that says, we don't have to pay you if you get busted doing something stupid. Probably. I'm sure there's a loophole in everybody's contract in in major sports that says, if you get busted doing something stupid, we don't have to pay you. Uh, Especially in a guaranteed contract sport, like baseball. Yeah, but Um, also,
0: like, these, you know, the the general manager and the manager are not part of the union so i i can't really comment on
1: yeah i can't you know, really comment on that is either is there like
0: a grievance process you're pretty much done
1: yeah yeah, you know? yeah they're not part of the union they're management
0: would they have been able to appeal the suspension mm. potentially through baseball the team could appeal it i guess the team, team could the, the team could probably appeal it through like the what like the board of governors and the commissioner's office i mean and the owners it, it's hard to imagine another team like rallying support for the GM and manager who just like cheated their way to a world series.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and it, and the thing is, is, is now everybody's talking, should this world series come off, come off the board, like the NCAA take the banners down, uh, strip them of their title. Like it never happened. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's an answer. I mean, we'll all remember that the 2017 world series was won by the Astros. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I understand that there. Uh, so, also, in the meantime, Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox, until a few hours ago... Uh, Remember last week when I said the cheating Boston Red Sox and you were like,
0: didn't know what I was talking about because you hadn't heard yet? Yeah, well... Like, that story started breaking. That story started this breaking. Time last week. Yeah,
1: but this time last week. And it's um,
0: interesting because, of course, Alex Cora came from Houston. Came from Houston.
1: He was, uh... He, was the, he, he used to be the main... uh uh, implemented person In the 2017 scandal Is he was a bench coach mm. um, Which as everyone knows Doesn't really have a function Unless the manager
0: gets thrown out So you're pretty much just there to like Do you know covert ops Is like the whole point Right And, and I uh, can't wait to see What kind of covert ops Donnie Kelly comes up with
1: <laughs> <laughs> So Alex Cora I mean uh, So so the way it is Is they had their um, Their replay room mm-hmm. uh with the guys say, hey should we challenge us should we not challenge us since challenge has been brought into baseball now and so forth um but they had a tv screen moved up to in the hallway mm-hmm. of the dugout that goes from the dugout to the locker room yeah and he there was he was there and other players were there trying to decode signs and so mm-hmm. forth, and they, they were beating on a trash can. Yes, the famous trash yeah, can. Yeah, the famous trash can beating of, like, you know, one's a fastball, two's a curveball, three's mm-hmm. a change-up, four's a slider, whatever their combination was uh, with that whole decoding the pitches and so forth. Uh, but since then, since he was the main one implemented, and, 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 yeah, implemented, I guess is the word, uh, the Red Sox, since... Uh, have mutually parted ways with Alex Cora. I think that motherfucker was just fired. They said we're done with you because uh, you're going to get the SmackDown brought on you too. Because even though he's not with the team, they could bring him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major League Baseball. But there were
0: allegations that he was doing that. The Red Sox, right? Okay, so yeah, this exactly. Is a separate. Yeah, this, so isn't this isn't
1: just like the manager is bad.
0: Like, right. like he brought his taint, if right. you will. To the the current team where he is, and he won a World Series there.
1: Yeah, so Alex Cora is uh, expected to have the same, if not more, serious punishments uh, levied on him. So, are they going to take uh, the Red Sox title away? Probably not. They're probably not, they're not going to take the the Houston title away because either. if
0: they take Houston's title, then they have to take Boston's. Title. They would have. to. And if they take Boston's title, then like half the East Coast of the United States will go up in flames.
1: Yeah, and then you're also going to have like the Dodgers being like well, what the fuck do we get our world series rings now because the Red Sox beat the Dodgers and then mm-hmm. who who'd Houston beat? They beat um they beat the Dodgers too? Shit 17 did Houston beat the Dodgers? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um so no, you're not you're not reassigning titles.
0: No, then. you're not reassigning titles. Even, you you even would vacate when, you'd vacate the when, title. Yeah, when NCAA vacates wins, they don't like hand victories. No, uh, yeah. Illinois didn't like get a football victory off of Joe Paterno's corpse nope. when they took all his stuff away.
1: No, they still showed a loss on on their part, but the uh, the winning team just showed that it, it, it didn't happen. Mm. Um so yeah, especially uh, Major League Baseball uh, is looking into the stealing sign scandal from the 2018 Red Sox uh, and that had to do with an Apple Watch situation. Yeah. Uh which is very high tech compared to the garbage can. Right, game. compared to the garbage can. Yeah, it had to deal it had to do with like an Apple Watch situation of somebody watching at home or elsewhere mm-hmm. and texting in what signs they saw. However, it worked out. Um now the Major League Baseball wasn't going to bring anything down on Cora until after The investigation on the 18 Red Sox. Mm. Um, But again, the 18, the the Red Sox just, they said they mutually parted ways. I think they just said, Alex, we're going to get some shit brought down on you. And, you know, uh, we're just done. Mm-hmm. And we need to go look elsewhere. So, and so, they're
0: blowing it up. They're doing a low key rebuild right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: anyway. they are kind of doing a low key rebuild. I mean, they signed Mookie Betts, but they got a whole pitcher situation where the Yankees a, are loaded right now. The Yankees loaded up. Um, you know, the Red Sox have a lot of really good players on their team still. Um, you know, and, but they, they have. Um, uh, they got a lot of money tied up. They got a lot of money, money tied up in a lot of. And, and and a lot of. Pitchers. Good in David Price. Yeah, David Price. I mean, David Price has always had that monkey on his back of he can't win a playoff game. Yeah, um, didn't matter what team he played for, um, you know. And, and there was a point in time where you and I were sitting here before the podcast where we're like, "Why the fuck the Pirates not fucking trade for David Price whenever he's got a year left on his contract and they could give up this, this, that, and the other thing and get David Price for a year and a half?" Mm. In hindsight, it's like the Chris Archer trade that they didn't make. Yeah, yeah. You Basically, know, like that yeah. guy,
0: guy comes out of Tampa. <laughs> you know, every he's on everybody's radar. Um, you know, they they make they they give up some prospects to you know, get him.
1: Yeah, you know, we're sitting there being like, "Yo, trade Pedro fucking Alvarez to the fucking Tampa for David Bay, Price. Give him to give him uh give him uh that would have been a good uh, deal and Pedro so. Alvarez, and we could have gave him Austin Meadows at that point in time."
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when he was like, yeah, like when, a, when he was pup. when he was a pup, a, yeah. a serious pup.
1: I mean, you know, and, and, and uh, dude, look, I don't have time to talk about baseball we, yeah, regret yeah, right now. Yeah, but right? like I, I see sure. your point. Like, I mean, I, but but yeah, but David, yeah, but David Price has that monkey on his back because he can't win a fucking playoff game. Well, it's not gonna
0: it's not gonna get fixed this year because the socks are gonna be scandal tainted, and like we joked last week. You know, like, Belichick cheats and, like, the rest of Boston has to, like, up their game to, like... Well, here's the the thing. He said, get on my level. That's
1: what Bill Belichick, his whole life is based on. that. I'm still trying to figure out right now. I mean, I know Major League Baseball is an old boys club. um, As well as the NFL, depending on who you are, is an old boys club. But how the hell does the NFL and Roger Goodell only find the Patriots... $1 1 million dollars for the organization 500,000 to Belichick 500,000 to Brady and a 4 game suspension to Brady nothing to Belichick and they pull him and they and they take a uh, first round draft pick away from him Major League Baseball comes in and says go fuck off with you and we're going to just find the organization 5 million dollars we're going to suspend your manager we're going to suspend your general manager for a year Well, that actually just cost them their jobs, and they took away first and second round draft picks for two years. Yeah, I mean, Major League Baseball said "fuck off with you," and kind of now, as you know, in the other major sports, you need to, you know, you got those commissioners sitting there looking like, "Hmm, if baseball can do this, why can't we?" Yeah, the the other the other hot take that comes out of all this, um,
0: Pete Rose. Oh yeah. Do you if see that? Going to, yeah
1: if you're gonna vacate World Series wins not saying they are and there there's been talk of it but I doubt it's gonna happen that I don't think it, it will either I don't think it will they' get either. an asterisk yeah they'll get an asterisk next to it like 61 and 61 but you're gonna have um you know if you vacate the 2017 World Series and vacate the 18 World Series because if you'd vacate the 17 you'd have to vacate the 18 um then you know. Pete Rose needs to be put in the Hall of
0: Fame. You not know. necessarily, because the Hall of Fame Hall of is separate from Major League Baseball. Yeah,
1: but... But they, nah. they
0: need to, like, lift his ban. Lift his ban. Like, it, it should be legal. I mean... And, to, and, and again, like, I'm not sure... And Pete Rose has been still... He's not gonna get a manager involved. job at this stage of he's his not, life. No, no, he's not... You know...
1: He's too old to get a manager nobody's position. Nobody's gonna hire Pete Rose you know, he, to be, like, a scout, a scout or, 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 or like a that. general manager. I mean, he's already kind of worked his way back in with... Uh, uh, TV and so forth, yes, and whatnot. And the
0: Hall of Fame could they could just decide tomorrow to put Pete to Urza. to put him on the ballot, and he and you know, and then it would be up to the voters, and, the and voters they they could are... still keep him out. Oh yeah. So this really doesn't have anything to do with baseball, but that was a very popular hot take yesterday when this yeah. news was breaking, and it was really fun watching it roll out on Twitter because oh, it yeah. was like, oh, you know, like suspension and and. You know they're taking this very seriously, and then they're fired, and then now Cora's involved too, which is like a throwback to last week when like nobody really reported a, a lot on the Red Sox cheating scandal because like, we didn't we didn't know as much about it. Like there w- there wasn't as much graphic detail as like the garbage can thing, right? Um, and now you and have... also I think a lot of people have Red Sox fatigue where they're just sick of hearing about the Red Sox. Um, that's just me busting your chops a little bit. It's okay,
1: <laughs> uh, it, it's allowed. <laughs> I mean. You know, it, it is what it is on that aspect of it. But we'll see how this all shakes out in the end. Uh, right now, you have two managers lost their jobs. There's two manager vacancies. And we're, what, 30 days before pitchers and catchers report?
0: It's fine. Managers don't do that much. As long as they've got a good analytics guy. Well, like they can just grab well, any old well, Tom well, Nick and what's funny is
1: As you see that, okay, so Carlos Beltran was on the 2017 team. For the Astros. Yes, yes, He yes. retired. Mm-hmm. Now, Carlos Beltran is manager of the Mets. Mm-hmm. He had no manager ex- managerial experience, very minimal coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Two years removed from a player, he's a manager. But he came in and he played garbage can drums
0: during his interview, and they were like, this guy's amazing, we need to sign him up. Right. If the team sucks, we'll just move him out to the concourse so to now, like, do entertainment.
1: So now you have... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so now you have people talking like, whoa, who can now be the Red Sox manager? Jason Veritek? Justin Pedroya? Like, they're not too far removed from playing days. No. So, I... No, and you know
0: it's wild how, like, managers and coaches are getting younger.
1: You think Clint Hurdles with his ear popped up over there, you think I can go coach the Red Sox, babe? Like, I mean... You think I can go manage Houston? I mean... It, you know, time of the sort. If he could still manage, I, I, I don't even know what time of the sort health condition is right now. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm amazed he's still alive. Honestly. He still is. I um, know he still is. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I mean, you know, Hurdle's not that old. <laughs> he's in his 60s. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're right. Manage, man, managers have been getting younger. Craig Council, shit. I mean, he wasn't far removed from playing days before he's manager of the Brewers. Who's uh, the guy up in Minnesota? Uh, same deal there, uh, you know. And then we got a bench coach for the Pirates. Yeah, well, Der- <laughs> Derek Shelton. Yeah. De- okay. Derek came Shelton from Minnesota.
0: Right. Rocco Baldelli is the manager. Derek Shelton was Baldelli's bench coach in Minnesota. Oh. Baldelli, like I mean, you and I watched him play not seven years ago. I would say maybe you didn't Probably. watch him, but I did because I do a lot of Tampa games. Right. Okay. And and he was he was a bench coach in Tampa. Like yeah, guys are coming straight out of playing. Well, well, Don Kelly's not that old.
1: Don, no, he's not. Don Kelly's—he's not even forty like it, seems, it
0: seems like they're fast tracking. Is dudes. Don Kelly forty? He can't be. He's—he's he's my year. And He might be. He—he he, he might. Nobody be. like he, I know people who played little league with him and graduated from Lebo with him and we're all the same age. And I'm thirty nine until April. All right, so he might be forty, he might be 40 or 40. he's going to turn forty soon. Yeah. Some, like two. when you go to school some kids have a birthday in December. Yeah. You know. But, yes, so this this is a guy who's my age who's, like, basically, you know, he's not that far away from getting interviews, at least, it seems to be. Like, yeah. Seems like the days where you would, like, you know, spend 20 years, like, as a minor league roving hitting instructor before you get a look,
1: like, that's not the case anymore. Mm. Interesting. Understood. So, Matt, yesterday, uh, we're going to move on from baseball. We're going to see how this transpires, and we'll keep up with this uh, here. Uh, over the next week or so. In the meantime, yesterday. Oh, I love talking about baseball cheating. We'll definitely revisit this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll definitely we'll, revisit this. Trust we'll, me, there's been cheating in baseball for years. It's. A I got a, getting, I got uh, a
0: homework assignment for you, Steve. I want you to rank Joey Cora in the pantheon of like scummy baseball dudes you've met in your illustrious career. Who,
1: wait, wait, Alex Cora? Alex Cora. Sorry, Joey. <laughs> Go Bucks. I, I've only met Joey Cora at a bar. Well, how scummy was he? And have you ever Jesus. met Pete Rose or Jose Canseco? Yes. Yes on both? Yes on both. Okay, we'll talk about that next time. I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Um, Also, real quick, when I knew Alex Cora, Mm. he was a pitcher. Yeah. Didn't realize it until I was doing some research today. Mm. He only pitched for a little bit in the majors until Mm. he got moved to the middle infield. Yeah. Easier to steal signs when you're (laughs) feet back. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Wow. So yesterday, Matt, um, was the uh, culmination of the season of college football with the national championship game. Did you get to watch? I did get to watch. Awesome. What would you think? Pretty, like, did nervous. You get, did you
0: get to listen? Yeah. You got to just listen? For, like, the first half. I, okay. I had a late late setup, so I, I got to watch, like, the first hour with the sound on. Okay. Um, did you? How'd you feel about the megacast? I didn't watch the megacast. I just watched regular old boring ESPN with... With
1: the main, regular, boring announcers. You, my friend, should have switched over to ESPN2, which was the sideline part of the megacast, which had Pat McAfee, Steve Levy, um, Dan Orflowski, and the other guy, Amir, can't remember his last name. Those dudes were like kids in candy stores, mm-hmm. running up and down sidelines, in the end zones, and the, the, the picture set up on the TV had the the game on the left side and then a the split screen of the two guys on the top and two guys on the bottom. It's a three-way split. And, he, and you get to listen to these guys banter back and forth. Pat McAfee. He's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. And I'm like, do me a favor, Pat. Please don't say something stupid that you're going to get fired because you got a good gig going right now since you left Barstool Sports. And I, I, it was hilarious. I switched over to the coaches um, feed, which had like Nick Saban and um, uh, Urban Meyer and a couple other guys that were breaking down the game. So you didn't really get to hear the game cast of hmm. Kirk Herb Street and those guys calling the game. You listen to these guys while you're watching the game. It was I hope they do it again for, I think, for more games than just a national championship game because it was a great way to do it. I think we've all at
0: one point in our lives said, like, wouldn't it be awesome if they did, like, a web stream of just me and my buddies watching a Steelers game? <laughs> you know, like, you and I can be just as insightful about the Steelers right. as the national announcers who only have, like, you know, a couple days to prep oh, for the yeah. game. Like the radio, like Hillgrove and Tunch and Wolfley, like they always have so much more information about the Steelers.
1: Oh yeah, and yeah. Things.
0: Um, Why do you think but my they uncle... don't? But they're because they're on like the big DVE t- like radio cast. They can't say like, you know, they can't make like snarky comments. And like crack jokes about Antonio Brown now that he's like not on the team. And we don't right, have to well, I mean these anymore. guys are on ESPN, yeah. and
1: they had to they they to watch their p's and q's. And stuff yeah, like you that. know, and it's but it's they a still fine make some they, fun. They still make some sm- snarky comments. And whatnot. like like okay, so the Water Boy, the Water Boy was running off Pat McAfee mm. and Steve Levy grab him. Like hey, like you've seen the movie The Water Boy, right? Like what kind of what do you got going on in that case? And he's like, I just got some Gatorade, man. He goes, you know, got to keep the guys ready to go. It's just just regular Gatorade. Pat McAfee goes, any vodka in there? <laughs> he goes, maybe if they win, and then they, and, they fit, and then he ran away. Like I'm like, that's good, that's hilarious. That's good. Amanda was sitting here. This is probably the, she's like this is probably the most entertaining football game I've watched with this cast because she's listening to these guys, yeah, cracking jokes and just being them on the sidelines. And these guys were like kids in candy stores, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we're watching ESPN right now, uh, as always as we record. So I got to say about
0: the alternate feeds. My my favorite, and I I regret not doing this, but I wasn't going to be able to listen to the whole game. Like I'm a big fan of the hometown radio sides, right? Like I I would I would love to hear SEC I loved,
1: Network was playing yeah. the LSU broadcast,
0: right? And that that's what I watched for the semifinal. Okay, yeah. Now they they do like a split screen, so if you're sitting far away from the TV, it's not ideal. That's why I just went with just the regular old boring like you know. Not really my granddaddy's college football because it's it's 2020, you know, Heard. but something
1: a little more familiar than all this, like, extra screening. Heard. But in the meantime, though, no, last night, folks, LSU-Clemson, um, hell of a game. Joe Burrow uh, was just sick. Uh, he was dropping— Well, he
0: shouldn't have smoked that big cigar if he was sick.
1: Well, that was at the end of the game. He was sick <laughs> during the game, as in sick of dropping <laughs> dimes everywhere last night. Uh, oh, his passes Toss were a coin. His, Joe his 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 passes were ridiculous. <laughs> Thaddeus Moss was rock solid and a literally a total rock for him. Uh, that catch in the end zone where nobody around him and Joe Burrow's going getting taken down. And he it's funny when you see the play from the f- uh, far end zone camera. Joe Burrow just throws a rocket to Thaddeus Moss in the end zone with nobody around him, and Joe Burrow's getting tackled going down. And he's got both arms up with his fingers raised in the air before mm. he hits the ground. Like mm. he was cocky as fuck, and that's what you need in the quarterback, especially in college. People eat it up. First
0: quarter was kind of nervy
1: though, man. Oh, the first, well, they were came he, out. They were feeling each they, other they were, out. They were like going blow for blow back and forth. Yeah, they were like, Clemson and Clemson got the first strike. Yeah, uh, you know. And then I got a
0: little, I got a little anxious right there. I was like, "This is going to be Clemson again. I'm gonna have to go watch them eat McDonald's again the stupid yeah, White And it was,
1: it was ridiculous uh, for that aspect. Uh, Pat McAfee was going nuts on that feed about the punter situation. Yeah, and how good the punters were doing. Of course, that was Pat McAfee was a punter in the NFL. He was a kicker and a punter in college. He kicked in the NFL too, uh, as well because Indianapolis Colts have this thing about carrying. A punter and two kickers. They have, a, they have a field goal kicker and a kickoff kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the kickoff kicker, whatever, Pat McPhee was there. He was the punter and the kickoff kicker. And the holder for um, mm-hmm. whatever, And, and Benetary, for that matter. Um, Real
0: briefly about kickers, did you see Chad Johnson was trying <laughs> out for the XFL?
1: Oh, Why wouldn't he? As a kicker. He He said he'd come back to the NFL as a kicker. He's a good kicker. Well, because he's a soccer nut. Right. So, like, I I think he deserves a shot, don't you? He even hit the Steelers up whenever Boswell was having issues last season. Not this past season, the season before. He hit the Steelers up and said, hey, I'll come (laughs) kick for you. Yeah. Try me out. But, though, um, Clemson started off strong, made a good run at it. Uh, They had the lead twice. That was early. Uh, Their offense was just shut down. Um, by the LSU defense, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, he was stuck in college one more year. He might sit out. He has a he could if he wanted to. He I, could I heard sit a rumor out. that that he's strongly considering sitting out. It, it, it's possible. Uh, he'd have to maintain and and still work out and do you everything. Can do all sh- those things? I'm
0: sure he will. You don't you don't have to like risk your knees for three hours every Saturday, right? And you can just work out all week, and you don't have classes to worry about,
1: right? This you know, was his you, first. You can go
0: hang out at IMG Academy in Florida or whatever, and like practice even. You know, you can you can throw balls to like the best high school players. You can throw. You can, You're you're a free agent. Like you you can go. I'm pretty sure you're you're allowed to like go throw balls to Clemson still. You just can't be on the team, right? Pretty much. I mean, you just can't obviously, be... you don't want to take practice reps from the guy who's going to be your replacement. But if there's like a side field where there's extra guys like working out and like doing balls again after practice, like you could
1: do that. Yeah, you know. Uh, this was his first loss in college last mm-hmm. night. Uh, well, he should come back and lose again to Pitt. That'd be great. I, I, I that'd be awesome. Because when
0: you get to call, when you get out of college and you go pro, you're not going to get to go play for the Bengals. You might not. No, you might not
1: get to lose to a team from Pittsburgh. Joe Joe Burrow. Joe season. Burrow is going to be. <laughs> if the Bengals do not take Joe Burrow as the number one draft pick, I don't know what they'd be thinking. Well, the Bengals because they always get the guy who's like the the either the Heisman
0: winner. Well, they had Carson Palmer. They got Carson man. Palmer. They got uh, Corey and, Dillon. They got, yeah, well, I mean, then, keep going. Like, who, I mean,
1: Andy Dalton, but he wasn't a Heisman winner, but he was a top-rated quarterback. Dude, go, I'm of, go, go back to Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson. Oh, shit. Boomer size. Well,
0: Boomer Christ. at least panned out for them. Yeah. But, like, you know, all these... All Kajana these, Carter. They're terrible. Kajana they Carter. They a high pick. Yeah. They end up taking Wilkinson, who's a bust. Kajana Carter, who, like... Didn't he join, like, a cult? No, he was busted that, his knee. But he busted his knee a couple times.
1: Right, but after after his career I think he joined a cult. It's possible. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Uh but yeah. Uh Joe Burrow most likely is gonna be selected number one uh you know The Bengals are what the Penguins would
0: be if the Penguins like sucked. Because the Penguins have gotten lots of high draft picks oh, yeah. and they've converted <laughs> those high draft picks into championships. Whereas the Bengals get lots of high draft picks and do and nothing with they them. continue to be the bungles, and we continue to joke about the escalator in their stadium that takes sad people back down to the parking lot.
1: Definitely, uh, it was it was a great game to watch. Uh, LSU put it on them; uh, it was awesome. Now, here's what's funny: you just saw the video clip because I mentioned to you earlier about it. You didn't see it; uh, you just saw the video clip on ESPN. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Was on the sidelines the whole game, as well as like Ryan Clark. Um, Randy Moss uh, was on the sidelines pregame, then went up into the stands for the game. Of course, his son, Thaddeus Moss, playing in the game. Um, Bunch of other LSU alum floating around. Uh, After the game and after the win, Odell Beckham Jr. was reaching into his pocket and pulling out stacks of $100 bills and pulling off a few and handing them to select players on the sidelines, Jeffrey's the wide receiver for LSU. Now he is a senior, and he is probably going to the NFL. Um, so I don't think that has any injunction on him taking money from a booster. Uh, uh, but you know the the NCAA is like, huh? What's going on over there? Uh, hopefully, OBJ was select. he
0: literally got paid for his like football talent? <laughs> it's like the exact spirit that they're trying to avoid, right? Uh, it seems really dumb. I, like, I, but, like we've, already, we've already. Nobody. They already even...
1: lifted the ban that the guys can get make money on their likeness. They can do commercials. That's not true. That's
0: not true. That's only in California. All right. So it's in California. Um, Louisiana. You know, other states, like Pennsylvania, for example, has a bill um, that's, that was introduced by Representatives Ed Ganey and Dan Miller. Dan Miller is yours and mine, um, our representative here in yes. Mount Lebanon in Brookline. Um but, yeah, this is this is saying, like, you can earn money through endorsements. This isn't saying, like, they're not legalizing just payment in kind right. for your football ability. Right, right. So, to, yeah. like, have Odell Beckham, like, walk up to you on the field while you're in uniform and just hand you cash, like, unless he's, like, giving you a down payment on, like, some sort of, like, infomercial that you're going to help him make, you know, or you're going to star in his music video because he saw Antonio Brown's video and was like, shit, I can make a better video than this. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I, I, I mean? Like I mean, that's going to be looked into. It's going to be looked into. It might like they they if they're if they have any sense, they should just let it go. Right, but they could do the opposite. They could do the they opposite. Could do the Total and, opposite of what and, makes sense. And put that a, is their that is their calling card. And, and, and
1: put an injunction on there and strip LSU of its wins and right. And, and of course, the, the player
0: won't receive any reprimand, but, but right. The program the program will. You the know the they player. could lose scholarships. Yeah, Jeffries
1: will be in the NFL. Still has his ring. And, I mean,
0: they're ridiculous. If they come out and say like, "Well, you only won that game because Odell Beckham was paying you to," yeah, yeah you know. I mean, like I, that, like I mean, but like I said, they are ridiculous. <laughs> they are, and, and they've got other things to worry about. The NCAA about that are not is as one of the most
1: corrupt organizations in the country.
0: I mean, you you keep saying corrupt, but it's so much bigger than that, and that's like another segment for another
1: episode. Right. Speaking of uh, segments, it's not just so corruption; it's stupidity. Speaking plus of corruption. speaking of segments, we gotta take a break. We went way over on the second spot but here. We love it we got to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview that host our podcast as well as several other podcasts on the Sorgatron Media mothership. Uh, Also, don't forget about Slice on Broadway. They've been supporting Sorgatron Media um, Studios and podcasting uh, for several, several years now with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza uh, at the locations in Beachview, uh, Carnegie, East End, and PNC Park. We'll be back in just a few moments, folks. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks. We're back for our third and final segment here at Bold Sports, episode 110. This is – we already realized that this is going to be a little bit of a longer episode. Last week was pretty long, too, but that was the first time back uh, after a two-week break. Uh, This one just has a lot of good content um, that we have going on uh, with Major League Baseball and, of course, the National Championship uh, and so forth. We're going to move into some NCAA hoops right now. Um, Pitt played tonight. Uh, They played Louisville uh, after leading at the half and most of the second half. Uh, Pitt takes a home loss to Louisville tonight in overtime, 73-68. Uh, Trey McGowan uh, was your leading scorer 24 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists
0: I haven't seen a Trey perform that well At the Peterson Event Center Since December 4th when Fish was in town
1: Oh, hey hey. Ah, throwing in some music there Uh, Last week Pitt had a win In Chapel Hill Over top of UNC Though Roy Williams says This is the worst team he has ever He didn't say worst, he said least gifted which is
0: basically just saying like they're the worst. But but I could see how he's like trying to parse his words and being like, now listen, like I'm basically Professor X and right. everyone I've ever coached is a mutant. But like y'all are a bunch of like lesser
1: X-Men." Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um also uh after that that win, which, you know, uh that was Pitts first road ACC win in 2 years. Um you know, even though it's a bad UNC team, you should still walk out of there with your head held high. It's like not easy we to go just on the beat road. UNC in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. Not too many teams get to do that, and for for a program that's still kind of finding its feet, right in the ACC. Yeah, that's great. I think Jeff Capel is doing a hell of a job with yeah. the uh, Pitt men's basketball team there. Uh, now, did you see that call in overtime? I did not because I was watching Rockies. So they shouldn't
0: have been in overtime like they kind of choked a little bit at the end um you know and it's next thing I know it's tied now inside like the final minute or maybe like you know a minute and I don't know whatever 15 seconds um you know there was a shot. Pitt was down two. There was a shot there was a A rebound, it hit off the rim. Pretty, pretty good rebound, like right in like the middle of the paint area. And two players went up for it. Guy for Pitt, um, you know, goes up for it along with the guy from Louisville. And the Pitt player got the ball, tipped it in, but they called a foul on Pitt. So it went from a tie game to take those two points off the board. And then Louisville gets the ball out, goes down court, makes a three. So it goes from a tie game to a five-point game. And after that, it was it was kind of like, and you, there was a lot of lip reading on the pit sideline. Like it wasn't a popular call. Um, Capel went over to like the scorer's table to get like the you know official explanation from the referees, and his assistants are all like cursing, you know, on in their seats on the sideline. And then Capel comes back. I, I had the sound off, of course, so I don't know what they actually called, but I'm assuming some kind of over the back rebounding foul. It looked like shoulder to shoulder. Okay, to me, it looked like both players had position, and both both players had their hands up right by the ball. It's just that the Pitt player happened to touch the ball, and the Louisville player might have got like a fingertip on it, but the ball went in the basket that Louisville was defending, so it's not about who touches the ball it's not it's not like right you know tennis right <laughs> like yeah you know you you just got to put the ball in the hoop at that end, and it's and um not saying that Pitt would have won like Louisville obviously still could have gone down and made a three but they only would have been up three and not five so that was pivotal and you know I, I checked my newsfeed after the game and I'm not the only person who thought that was bullshit um, I have no idea oh, yeah. what, I have no idea what the announcers said but it, bad call but you know what like you can't blame the ref for everything that happens in a basketball game because like when you're playing to 70 some points like like every scoring play could could potentially be prevented if you had done something differently so I mean who knows Good game. Sucks that they almost beat Louisville twice this year and, yeah, nothing and to show for it because they the came time, very close to beating them down there.
1: Well, when they played Louisville, when they were in Louisville, mm. was Louisville ranked number one at the time or were they ranked in three? They were they were like they single were in the, digits. Yeah, they were up high. They were in the top five. I know mm. that. I, I don't think they were number one, but I think they were two or three. Yeah. One of the two. Um, now the number one team is Gonzaga who might not lose a game all year because who do they play, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you have... Um, so after Pitt beat UNC, back to that, in Chapel Hill, they went down to Miami, uh, lost. Tough in loss. Miami, tough loss in Miami, ACC uh, play as well. Panthers do have UNC coming to the Pete this Saturday. Oh, that's good, a team we can beat. So uh, well, we beat them in Chapel Hill. Hopefully we can beat them on home court. Uh, and that should be a big game. That should be a, uh, uh, that even though UNC is down this year, that should be a heavily attended sellout game. Because it's UNC, yeah, and Pitt. Um Well, I hope they have a smoother
0: security screening process than they did for the fish concert on December fourth.
1: Well, my question is: is how come you, they play UNC twice this year? Do they play Duke twice this year too? Isn't that how the basketball works? No, not always. They don't play everybody twice? No, they don't play everybody twice. Because no. um, the sixteen teams conference, so that'd be too many games. That's yeah. yeah.
0: Conference is too big. That'd be like thirty conferences. So I know, teams. like
1: last year, they played Duke. And Duke came to Pitt. The year before that, they went to Duke. And last year, when Duke came to Pitt, that's when Jay Z showed up to check out Zion Williamson and the rest of the Duke boys to try to get him to sign with, uh, mm. uh, what was that Rock, Rock Nation? Rock Nation, uh, uh, sports. His sports agent. Sports yeah. agency. You know, <laughs> yeah. But Jay Z like, showed up in Pittsburgh to go complete, to a Pitt game com- to check out Duke because it was closer than Chapel Hill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, did, did you know that, um, Beyonce didn't pay her taxes. I heard that.
1: Oh, I didn't know about that. Because
0: when, when we were standing in line to get into the Fish concert, and like there was a guy in li- there were a lot of obviously because it's Fish, there's a lot of people who travel and aren't from Pittsburgh, but they're in, in the line, right, right, right. Yeah. And there was one guy behind me who was very local, and he's like, "Man, like it's bullshit. Like when this was when this was the Oakland Zoo back in the early 2000s, like it would sell out. We never had to deal with like lines like this, blah, blah, blah." blah. And I and I I was just cracking jokes you know I was just like yeah I wonder if the lines were this bad when Duke was in town with Zion Williamson and Jay-Z came to the game and and Julia's like did you see that they like that like Beyonce still like owes money because she didn't pay her like you know that like tax that they take off of every performer who performs in the city right apparently, apparently Beyonce didn't pay that oh well but like the Delta Foundation owes Kesha money, so maybe yeah, yeah. they can work and out some kind of three-way trade. <laughs> it's a wash. <laughs> no, it's not a wash. It's a wash. Everybody to get right. paid. Yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody needs paid. to get paid, right? Like, right. There's
1: potholes on Stebbins, and <laughs> Kesha's running out of glitter. So like, everybody needs to get paid. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Uh, move on to Penn State. Penn State has taken two losses in a row to Rutgers and Wisconsin, uh, taking them out of the top 25. They were ranked 20, I believe, last week when we were recording. Uh, the Neely Lions head to Minnesota tomorrow night for a game. Um. Up. They went and lost the first game after, the first
0: game they played after I had my talk with Hess about how he should really try to care about Penn no, State, State basketball. they say basketball because they're ranked in the top they 25. they lose to Rutgers.
1: They, they lose the Rutgers and they lose to Wisconsin.
0: Well, yeah, the Wisconsin was, I mean, that's worse. Yeah, more, but
1: neither one of those teams are ranked.
0: Wisconsin's Wisconsin. And Rutgers is Rutgers. Right. And... One is better than the other. And they're both... I, and one, they're both I've seen teams one, are Big Ten. I've so. seen one go to the Final Four, and I've not seen the other play a single game since they left the Big wow. East. So...
1: So how about uh, that little university that's down to the south of us, 70 miles? Uh, West Virginia. Mm. They're ranked number 12 currently. They uh, were playing TCU tonight. Uh, and I... And, and the feeds came up on my Google bullshit all night because they said it was local to me.
0: Well, my phone still insists on putting the... The quick lane bowl at the top, so I I, I don't know how to delete that.
1: WVU won eighty one to forty nine. Damn, eighty one okay. to forty nine over top of Jamie Dixon and the TCU Horn Frogs, um, and they were playing in um they're playing in uh, uh Morgantown tonight. Okay, uh, so they they have a win there at TCU. Um, they've been dominant force in the Big Twelve with some large wins, but what we consider in quotes here, good losses, mm. uh, like to Kansas, who was number six at the time, or, or yeah. who was number six now, but I think Kansas was number one or two. Yeah, they were a lot better they than they lo- were last year when they lost. um oh, West Virginia basketball last year was horrid, mm. they, they couldn't do anything right. It was like West Virginia football this year, yeah. Um, yeah, West Virginia football couldn't do shit, love it. Um, yeah, love that too. Um, it was funny listening to Pat McAfee, by the way, on that mm. feed uh, about when he played at West Virginia. And uh, and they asked him about how kickers do this and do that and, and get in those big situations. He goes, Look, yeah. He goes, Look. He goes, I was on a team that I took us out of a national championship game. He goes, I missed two field goals. He goes, We lost. He goes, That loss took us out of going to a national championship game. It was before the four way playoff.
0: Yeah, that was 13 9.
1: Yeah, it was the 13 9, 2007. By the way, for all US mm. West Virginia Mountaineers fans that might be listening to us, 13 to nine, HTP. Yeah. Um But don't 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 wind them up too much because then you'll get like more death threats sent Yeah, these way. Yeah, I know, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. Um also uh a team that we like to uh talk about uh in college basketball because we're in the ACC as Duke, Duke number three in the country, shocked by Clemson tonight, seventy nine twenty seventy nine seventy two. Um so they took a lot. They took, Duke took a bad loss earlier, like, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. To, like, a non-ranked, somewhat small school. But I can't remember who it was that beat Duke. And they beat them in Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, but uh, Duke does have Louisville this Saturday. Uh, pretty much has been the t- typical Duke team um, winning the majority of its games. Uh, more often than not. Mm. So, I mean, it's college basketball. I mean, when was the last team that won undefeated? Was it Kentucky? Whenever Coach K, or Coach, sorry, Coach Calipari, they went undefeated and won a national championship? Did they? I believe so. I believe it was Calipari. at Kentucky. Oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot of But they had, like, 4 NBAers on that team, I think. Well, yeah, because Calipari was the start, he was the one that... Perfected the one and dones you know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know if Kentucky's doing any well this year. Uh haven't really kept up on that. Uh, maybe something to look into for next week. For sure. Uh, how about uh, Penguins? Penguins are doing really fucking well right now. Um, you did you get to watch any of the Pens game that night? Didn't see. Any you of you it. saw some highlights here as we yeah. have ESPN on while we're recording. Um, I know but, they won seven to two. Uh, six, six to four. Six to four? Yeah. Not what I saw. Six to four. Hmm.
0: Okay. (laughs) Where did I see seven two? Was that their last game? That was the other night. Oh, okay. (laughs) See, my phone's not updating. Like it's, it's showing recent scores, but it's like,
1: they're not actually recent. Ah, well, uh, my Apple tech's in bed. Sorry. (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: Like I'm not asking, you know, I'll just go to,
1: I got to go to the store anyway. I need another
0: one of those stupid like plugs for the headphones. Oh, a dongle? Yeah, whatever you know. Yeah. It's different dongles, but the specific one is the one that like which that phone I do you plug have? into my aux cable. Which phone do you In my have?
1: car. I have an eight. Uh, so it's yeah. the dongle you need. Yeah, I need the yeah. dongle
0: for my car. Yeah,
1: I, I know yeah. exactly what mm. you need. Because sometimes my Bluetooth in my car is trash. Yeah. 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 L- love new technology.
0: And they say, hey, this will work great. And then you're like... Well, my oldest Bluetooth device right now that I own is my car radio. And it's also the hardest to replace. I mean, yeah. If I have bad headphones, I can just throw them in the garbage and go get new ones, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I'm not paying like two hundred dollars to get a new car stereo. <laughs> just, just for like the your car's just... not.
1: And, and you know, do you have a hatchback though? It'd be salt. So... I'm yeah. not. It's not the
0: '90s anymore, dude. You can put two 12s. Yes. yes. In if a... I
1: if I was like a little like
0: sixteen year old Central boy with fucking a crew cut. Or a mushroom hair hair part in the center cut, you know, in Man. my Crutchfield catalog, and I could sit at the lunch table, and all my friends could tell me what fucking kickers to get out of the Crutchfield catalog to put in my Yaris. But it's not the '90s anymore. The problem is, Matt. You don't need you, you don't you, need eighteens yeah. to listen to podcasts,
1: <laughs> You don't have room for more than four shopping bags in the back here. You kidding parts? me, dude? I put my seats down. I whoa whoa no 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 if yeah. you okay. You just said it right there. You have to put your seats down. No, dude, the other day <laughs> I went to Coons and the beer distributor,
0: and I had, like, three bags and, like, milk and eggs off to the side, and then a beer case. And that's without any stacking. All right. You could can, can fit a lot back there. You could fit two cartloads. We, we
1: were good We were good Tetris players. That's what oh, it, yes. That's what it comes down yes, we to. That's how yeah. I can pack a moving truck right now tomorrow. Like you're, actually, I I can speak from experience. You know what you're doing. <laughs> right. It's 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 all Tetris. Yeah. Uh, Penguins though won four straight. Uh, three of them on the road. They were over the Knights, over the Abs, and over the Yotes. Um, back home tonight uh, with the return of Sidney Crosby. Uh, the game was six to four. Final Pens win. Gino with two goals and four points. Crosby with a goal and four points. Uh, Rust. With a goal and a hell of a drop back pass from Gino on that goal, that was a sick fucking play. Look that we'll, we'll look that up on okay, Twitter. I just
0: looked up the score. It's seven to three was the final.
1: Seven to three was the final.
0: Which like I don't know how they lost a goal from your six to four. <laughs> was there one that like appeared to have gone over both goal lines at the same time and they had to review it
1: like? Uh, show me 7-3-2. to three Jesus yeah. Christ. How the I fuck? had
0: 7-2. I guess maybe the Wild got an empty netter at the end. <laughs> <laughs> There's no empty net. Uh, you pull the goalie just uh, to be a sport. I hey, uh, I'll challenge you here. I don't know. Make I, things I, interesting. Apparently I missed two goals, folks. Uh, but they, more importantly, it was a chilly night. <laughs> it was a chilly night also on the island, but they don't have chilly nights on the island. But the Islanders won 8-2 to two over Detroit. Detroit's That's, straight up bad this year. And Pens
1: are going to Detroit not
0: tomorrow the next day. Yeah. Okay. What's so, surprising about Detroit being bad is they have a lot of guys on that team that were there when they were good. Like they still have Darren Helm and Abdulcator and uh what what's who's the goalie? Not not the they had to switch to the backup Curtis Picard. But shoot, what's the guy what is what is the guy's name? The 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 Red Wings goalie. He's like, who we played in the finals.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll
0: look it up later. But my point is, like, Detroit's really bad this year. So and they were pretty bad last year. But they they still have a lot of Ever since
1: Babcock left.
0: Yeah. It's ever since Babcock left. But I'm saying, like, they, they have a lot of the players that, like, we were supposed to be worried about. Like, I remember Abdulkader scored against us in game one of the finals the year that we beat them. Yeah, so that was That was... 10, 11 years ago. 2009. Yeah. So, like, they've still got a lot of players that were around for a long time, but they're
1: just really bad. So, the Pens head to Boston tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and then they go to Detroit uh, for Friday. So, this is actually... So, at the game tonight, they were showing a lot of dads up in the one box, because the Pens are doing their annual dad's trip. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all the Pens and their dads are going to uh, Boston, uh, leaving tonight, uh, and flying up there. Uh, they might even just go up in the morning. I don't know. They might so, do a morning so skate risky here. taking a bunch of hockey dads to Boston, <laughs> right? <laughs> so much trouble! And then, so much
0: trouble for hockey dads in and, that town.
1: And then, and then after that, they have a uh, they have uh, Thursday off, and then they are playing the Red Wings in Detroit on Friday, uh, and then they have the Bruins on the nineteenth, and then the Flyers on the twenty first. In Philly. Now, let me get back to my notes here. And we'll we'll do some quick math. Uh, real quick. Uh, where's my, uh, my notes? Uh, the team seems to be clicking. Uh, currently right now. Uh, with After their recent uh, West, Western and Midwest road trip there. Unfortunately, the Pens are getting hot. Uh, to go uh, onto a cool down period. The All Star Break is looming, sir. Mm. The All Star Break is looming. Uh and also with the All Star Break, uh the pens get their week by. Yeah. At the same time. So that's a nice long layoff. So they're gonna have ten days off. Except for two guys, uh Jari and Latang. Mm. Uh going to the All Star Game with Tanger uh as a captain. Awesome. Good for awesome. Tanger going to be captain of the Metropolitan. Interesting. It's interesting, He's going to be captain of the Metropolitan Division uh at the All-Star game. Um, so here's where we get where I run back to the schedule real quick. So it's Bruins in Boston in in uh, Detroit for the Red Wings on Friday the 17th. That's this week still. Uh Sunday the 19th, the Bruins come to Pittsburgh. Tuesday the 21st uh the Pens play the Flyers in Philly. All-star break happens. Uh, so that's a Tuesday. So they're off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, the all-star game is Saturday, right? So they do the skills competition on Friday. All-star game Saturday, right? Uh, and then they don't play again until the 31st. That's 10 days. And they got the Flyers at home mm-hmm. after they come back. So they have a 10-day break. Mm-hmm. So the all-star break and their week-long uh, uh, break Their their seven-day uh, bye week. Uh, is what they have going on. Um, so that's a that's a long break. So like I said, they're getting hot, but they're 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 going into a big break period, which may or may not be good for them. We'll see how this goes. Uh, funny thing about the All Star game, I saw um, the skills competition. They're going to be adding in the shots from the stands in the skills competition. Shots from the stands. Yeah. So, so what? do you ever watch um, Dude Perfect on
0: yeah. YouTube?
1: Yeah, I know how that works in basketball. Okay. Okay. So, they uh, watch the Dude Perfect hockey. Okay. All right. So they go to the upper deck. So, like, say you're at um, in in, um, in the paint bucket, mm-hmm. you'd be at section two twelve, mm-hmm. which is center ice, or which is behind the net on the uh, where the pens would shoot twice. Is two twelve, mm-hmm. so they'd be up on the above there at two twelve. They're gonna be taking shots over top of the net and mm-hmm. over top of the fans in the upper deck and the lower deck, going onto the ice to score in the opposing net. So what? Like you're
0: gonna have to like possibly like if you have the seat
1: like no, next no, no, to no, no, where no, they're no, shooting no. from. Like no, they're gonna they're gonna have the runway, like the steps. Like when you walk up the steps, it's section two twelve. Right, but, like, if you have, like, that
0: seat next to, like, you did not think, probably, when you bought the tickets to the skills competition and you, like, paid some for some nosebleeds because you didn't want to pay for, like, glass seats, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, well, it'll still be pretty cool, I guess. And, nah, then, you're nah. tell, and then you're telling me, like, Jordan Stahl or whoever is going to be, like, standing right next to you, like, flipping pucks up off the steps? That's, yeah. That's wild, man. That's pretty awesome. I yeah. can't actually wait to see that. That would be pretty cool. Should do it with. The, they should soundtrack it to some Iron Maiden, because the last time, because the last time I was at, at the, the arena up in that level, was for that concert, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I wanted to do all kinds of hockey stuff, like throwing pucks onto the ice and hitting people, and that's awesome.
1: No, I had a great time at that show. I didn't actually fight anybody. I mean, most of the time when I go to a Pens game, unless I unless Shiloh calls me and says, "Hey, one of my uh, purveyors gave me tickets mm-hmm. to the Pens game. You want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And they're always like in a club level. Um, most of the time when we go to Pens games, we're in the upper deck. Yeah, and I love being out. Uh, my season tickets used to be. Yeah, that's where my um, up on the corner where yeah. the Pens shot twice, which is great. They just got way too expensive to afford anymore. And yeah, my my brother in law's got tickets, and
0: he's he's been yeah. having a harder time the past two years hero was
1: on him. because he, like, them, he always call. he always
0: has like you know every year when they get the tickets he sends out a spreadsheet to friends and family and you know puts it out there and, and people you know pick what games and like my mom got me tickets this year for a Friday night game cuz she knows I'm you know I, You're like, on so, I don't have Sundays. To vacation to to go to it but it's still in march it's it's far enough away that I had plenty of time to plan right but you know I might be able to if, if there's a game you want to go to yeah, you know, I, I, could, I could certainly see if there's any tickets available.
1: I'm a Tuesday night guy right now.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Well, the thing about having three small boys at home is that they, they don't shut up ever. <laughs> so there
1: might be a Tuesday where
0: they decide they don't want to go. I don't know. Heard.
1: <laughs> uh, real quick, though, we'll run real quick. Uh, Atlantic Division, Bruins, Lightning, Maple Leafs, Panthers are your top four. Metropolitan Division, Capitals, Penguins are in a two-spot, Islanders, and Hurricanes. Uh, that's your East... Uh, right there Western Conference Blues, Stars, Avalanche, Jets In the Central Division In your Pacific Division As the Yotes, the Oilers, the Flames And the Canucks Are your top four um, And you're heading into the All-Star break Now we already are halfway through the season So That's technically good. Technically the All-Star break is A little over the second half
0: And they, they do that for TV Because they, they don't want to put it up against You know Super Bowl The Super
1: Bowl which, the Super Bowl Sunday, the Pens have a game yeah. against the Capitals. But I believe it's is an afternoon. Is it a after- day game? Uh, good question. It better be. Uh, it should be. Uh, usually when they play a Sunday game, it usually is an afternoon game. Yeah. Um, and I don't see why it sh- it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's a 12-30 start. Because um, I remember the one year, my, my son's birthday is February 2nd. Mm-hmm. This year's Super Bowl is February 2nd. Uh, And when I had my season tickets, I always took him to a game right around his... Every other year, it seemed like it fell on his birthday. And then the game around my birthday was like a day or two before or after. And then it would... Like the next year, like it would fall on my birthday and his birthday was a game... It was a day or two before or after. Mm -hmm. And then the one year, I just... Because it fell on Super Bowl and I do my whole Super Bowl thing with my boys and whatnot. I just gave him the tickets outright. He was old enough to drive... Everything else, as I hear, is the tickets. Go take a friend, have fun, enjoy, don't do anything stupid. Come to Nick's house after the game and, you know, chill. So that's how that went. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't have the season tickets anymore, so I can't just mm-hmm. hand them off. Uh, like you, know. you said, they're expensive. Then. If I were to still have the season tickets, it would be 5600
0: and like we talked about earlier, like in the first segment, we spend enough money on subscriptions to watch these games on television. Fuck yeah! That you know you're almost like like leaving. Well, there's the leaving thing, money on the table just well, by going downtown.
1: Well, there's a whole thing. I already read an article about how the NFL currently their games might be considered sold out. Like the Steeler games are considered mm. sold out because all the tickets are sold out, mm. but not all the seats are full. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with. The people in the club levels, and we've mm. talked about this before, is those are the most expensive seats in the stadium, but they're actually only in those seats for two games a year. Yeah. Because it's the first couple games a year, it's too hot. And then there's the two games after those first two games, it's too hot, where it's comfortable. Mm. Yeah. And then after that, it's too cold. So they're yeah. in the clubs at the bar, watch on TV. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And there's, you this, know, they, they give away comp tickets. Like, I don't think we'll ever
0: see a day when the Steelers games are blacked out. Oh, no. But it's happened. Well, they don't like, do that anymore. They don't do that. No, they don't do that anymore. Like, well, they, within, they used to within recent memory. Like I, I oh was, yeah, oh, within I used used recent memory, about, like
1: Detroit Lions games getting blacked out because it didn't Raiders sell out. games yeah. getting blacked oh, yeah. out. Yeah. They, they blacked it out in the local market because it right. wasn't sold out. They wanted yeah. you to go to the games. Yeah, yeah, they don't do that anymore. The TV's got their hands too far into that. Uh, Back in the day, my dad and his friends used to drive to like Greenville, PA, <laughs> to watch the games.
0: games. There was like a bar. There was a bar that had satellites that would carry the Steelers games when they when they were blacked out in the in the local market, like in the seventies,
1: when, wow. when they weren't selling out every game. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. That's commitment. Because Greenville's like two hours north.
0: Not quite. Yeah, it's south of Meadville, so it's yeah. But you got to get off the main roads, so you, you you're doing some windiness. I've, I've been there one. My cousin got married in Greenville. And it's, it's like, um, it's like right, it's, where he got married was actually like north of Greenville, just over the Crawford County line. So Greenville's in
1: like northern Mercer County. So, um, while we're talking about football, we'll just stick with that and go on to the NFL playoffs. Matt, uh, tell me you got to watch some of the Saturday games because I didn't. My schedule for Saturday and where I work, we don't have cable because we're a brewery and we promote people talking to each other and creating fun. It's like the, talking about it, football? It, 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 well, uh, talking about whatever, but Do not you take t- everybody's phones off of them? No, we don't. The we don't. Well, we don't. How are you promoting people talking to well, each other? Well, because without a TV on and a game on, it, it creates more of a... That's I get it. Oh, yeah, I'm, the, I'm look. I'm all for atmosphere. Yeah. I'm I'm not some philistine who insists oh, on football all the time. I know. I know. But I can't resist
0: the point to like shoot holes. Oh, I know. In oh, trust me. In, in, oh, go. No, trust I'm, me. I'm the human gray area. Trust here, me. So let me I, just tell I, you. I'm also a gray area. I've one, had too. more conversations with strangers in bars because of a sporting event on television. You and me both. That's how you find common ground. Yep. You know. You but if you both, don't want to around. be a sports bar, I get it. I'm not yeah. going to tell you you have to be a sports bar. And also, our owners. I mean, but I'm doing, not coming to see you on a Saturday when there's
1: two <laughs> divisional round games. Right, understood. Uh Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you don't have the games on. Fuck that, we're leaving. Yeah, I get around. it. Yeah, you know, it's like get this out whole of this whole drinking in Bellevue thing is new, but right. I think we can. Uh, I mean, we out do a great job. I mean, I make really, I get I make really good money. Yeah. There's people that put their phones on their that put the game on their phones mm-hmm. and set it up, and, yeah. and we're cool with that too. Mm-hmm. We just choose not to have the cable. Also, cable's expensive as fuck is expensive. It is expensive. Bar, yeah. If, yeah, especially for a bar. Especially for a bar. I, rem- bar. I remember
0: when uh, the owner of Piper's told told us how much he spent on cable in a year.
1: I could tell you how my, much my my like my jaw dropped. I, I mean, could tell you how much cable costs for Top Golf in a month. Yeah, and it's it's in the five figure number, yeah. and it's above a five. Yeah, <laughs> it's like sixty thousand dollars a month. For the cable package for Top Golf.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that's you know. I mean, that's a good you know
1: challenge. That strategy,
0: say like we we reject that. You know, right? We'll see what happens. You'll be fine because like like you said, it's a brewery. Yeah, it's about conversation and drinking good beer. And, yeah, you know, we're not we're not here to plug your work. Yeah, I'm not um, here to plug my work. But as, as but far anybody who would come out to
1: Lincoln Avenue Brewery and see me on Wednesday nights behind <laughs> the bar, Thursdays and Saturdays I work the tables. It would Be awesome to see you folks. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, no, I don't I'm, have a. I just have a Venmo. If
0: you guys just want to send me money, right? <laughs> um, I, have, anyway, I have a cash app. But uh, to get to get to your question, I did see the games on Saturday. Um, I watched all four games, almost in there entire. I watched
1: two of the four. And the other two, I watched I don't know the if you highlights.
0: saw my tweet where they, I said if if uh, if sitting is the new smoking, like I just took down five packs of yeah, filtered yeah, palm. I did see all that. All I did all weekend was just sit. And watch football. Mm-hmm. And then go work and sit more while as also I'm watching here, football. As
1: I'm sitting here smoking a cigarette. Well, you know. Um, but, yeah. I'm no church mouse either. Yeah, right? Uh, but, no. Uh, so, so what did you think of the Saturday game? So, how you, what did you think about uh, Baltimore getting knocked off there, man. Man? Amazing. Exciting. Yeah. As Steeler fans, we're like <laughs> the Patriots are out and the Ravens are out. Fuck I didn't. Yeah.
0: I didn't think Tennessee had a chance. And I thought that, like, probably their only chance would be to come out and just hit them in the moth. And that's what they did. And they built a lead and it, you know, never never got any better for our, our dear friends in purple. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a, the weekend that saved us from the potentiality of an all-purple Super Bowl.
1: So, also, um, on a sad note to talk about the Ravens, um, there was a gentleman, uh, happened to be a season ticket holder, uh, in his... Uh, I wouldn't say elder years. I think it was late 50s, early 60s that did have a heart attack in the stadium and died mm-hmm. at the end of the game. Sorry to hear that. Uh, mm-hmm. Rest in peace, my fellow NFL football fan, um, even though it was for the Ravens. Uh, we understand we had a gentleman in Pittsburgh that had a heart attack uh, and died at a Southside bar when Battis fumbled the ball in 2005 um, against the Colts. But here or there, Uh, Did you get a chance to watch the Viking? Yeah, you said you watched the Vikings and the Niners. How? How? What did you think about that one? Because I didn't get to watch any of that at all. Um, So that was that was the that was the game that was most predictable.
0: Um, I mean, it was the early game. It was a home game for San Francisco. They had the bye. I mean, they started a little shaky, but they they pretty much were in charge. The whole time that that was probably the least exciting game of the four that I watched um the Ravens game was exciting more because it was just the Ravens losing um and then the real drama kicked in on Sunday afternoon
1: Sunday 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 is when I got to a uh, man Amanda looked at me and she goes, "What do we have to do today I'm like this this and this and she goes, okay. She goes, my plans are to sit on the couch, work on Bold Pittsburgh, work on Sinuosity, which will be coming to you soon, work on other stuff, and she goes, and we'll have football on, and she goes, you're going to cook me dinner. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Uh, so we took care of our errands and did what we had to do, and we came home, and the first game on, which to my delight, surprise, was like a 3.30 kickoff. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, this is great. Hence, how I got to watch a hockey game prior, then two football games, then the final few holes of the golf tournament on Sunday. Um, the Kansas City game. I saw the one meme that was posted that was Travis Kelsey stand next to Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey was pointing. Mm-hmm. And it said, hey, uh, let's let him get up by 24 and then we'll really start playing and see what happens. Right. Well, okay. So,
0: i I was watching the end of a movie and didn't didn't switch the game over. I didn't switch to the game until like seven minutes into the first quarter, and And it was already fourteen nothing. Fourteen nothing. And I was like, "Well, what the hell?" And then he, and then like, you know, Chiefs are like receivers are like balls are hitting him in their hands, and they're just like throwing them straight onto the turf before catching them. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? This this looks like it might be like a classic choke. I mean, Andy Reid, like we all know his history.
1: Yeah. Um you can't win the big one.
0: You know, there's and this isn't even the big one yet, but you know, it's like you're thinking like, okay, this is, this is more of the same. It's a choke, like the, the legendary loud arrowhead stadium crowd is silent. Nothing good is happening. Houston gets a third touchdown. Then they end up having to kick a field goal.
1: 24 nothing at the end of the first
0: then they have that possession where uh Watson threw like a, a sideline pass on third down and it just hit the turf and like I could even feel the momentum swinging a little there like and then that return the return I mean at that point Julia was like do you have money on this game or something I'm like no this is just like the most insane thing that I've seen all year right? In a very long time. It wasn't the biggest choke. It wasn't even the biggest choke in Houston's sports history. No. Because of that Oilers game where where Buffalo Frank Reich and Buffalo came back. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was really a sight to behold. And when, when Houston you know, like finally relinquished their lead, I was like, there's no way... That they're coming like, back. Like, you finished. know, it, it was like kept Four, four minutes left in the second quarter, I, I said to her, I was like, well, Travis Kelsey's going to lose this game.
1: Travis Kelsey had 10 receptions, 145 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah. And it felt like the three touchdowns were all like in between the same commercials.
0: Well, like, it, I mean, I know they like, like it was more obviously oh, yeah. the way football is yeah. structured, but it, it's almost like he had three in a row. Like they were doing make it take it. Yeah, definitely. Like when you play pickup basketball. You know, it was just like, oh, if you score a touchdown, you get the ball back.
1: Yeah, it it was it was ridiculous that how that game transpired. Um, here's a funny little stat that I uh uh found out. Um Andy Reid mm-hmm. uh is the first coach to be up by more than twenty points in a playoff game mm-hmm. and lose said playoff game and also be down by more than 20 points and win said playoff game by more than 20 points. Amazing. So, the guy has been up by 20 and lost by by more than 20 and lost by more than 20 in a playoff game and has been down by more than 20 and has won by more than 20 in a playoff game. And, um, I, I found that out from Mr. Pat McAfee because he was part of that team. That right, they, so he's like, they're not like focused on the game, you know. Yeah. they are talking about um, all this other stuff. It's yeah. fun. That's cool. Man. You know, uh, but it, it was it was great to uh, to watch that game, and it was like now, now the Patriots are out. Now that the you know since Patriots been out since week one of the playoffs, now that the Ratbirds are out. uh, As a Steeler fan, the only team we can't root for is San Francisco, because if San Francisco were to go on to the Super Bowl and win, that would put them with six Super Bowls. Yeah. So, as a Steelers fan, we're rooting for Green Bay right now in the NFC. And the AFC, you know what? I have a friend of mine that has left Facebook probably three years now. Mm-hmm. And while he was on Facebook, and he's been a Titans fan. He was an Oilers fan growing up. Mm-hmm. He grew up here in Pittsburgh. He's an Oilers fan. And when the Oilers moved to Tennessee, he remained an Oilers fan. And when he came to Titans, he became a Titans fan. Um, stayed with the organization. Um I was waiting for last week for him to return to Facebook, be like, "Titans to the bowl," yeah. Because the whole time he would always say that all the time. We'd be like, "Yeah, to the suck bowl, to the suck bowl. That's what right. it is," you know. And you know, he has yet to return to Facebook. I think I might have to. Like, his wife's on Facebook. I might have to hit her up. Uh, yeah, go but, for it, man. But you uh, know,
0: I don't think that you're going to get another chance. Yeah, I think uh, I, is I, it I, for think, them. I'm I think
1: this. Uh, you know what? You got the Titans going into Arrowhead Stadium this Sunday in the AFC Championship game. And after that performance that they put on, and KC's just got so many weapons with, uh, obviously Kelsey is a tight end position, which is, he's the number one tight end in the NFL in my personal eyes, especially since Gronk has since retired. Um, And even Gronk's last few years, he was a a two or three at the best. But also Um, San
0: Francisco has a good tight end.
1: Kittle, yeah. Uh, Kittle's a sick tight end. He gets a lot of those possessions and so forth. They're probably the two um, best right now yeah. at that position. Uh, but you have, you know, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins. Uh, who's the running back at uh, KC since they lost Kareem Hunt and Spencer Ware's is not there anymore? I don't even know. Mm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes just makes some shit happen. Yeah, seriously. And he's—I mean, he's—he was
0: vital to their comeback because he like never. Got he never gave on himself, up. you know. He he knows what he's capable of, and he knows if he keeps hitting the guys directly in their hands, eventually like they're gonna catch one. Um, and he can run, and he's got all these no look passes. I mean, as much as I love to see the Ravens lose, like I do feel a little deprived that we're not gonna get to see a Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes matchup because like those are like the two most like buzzworthy quarterbacks that we've AOC. got going right now. Yeah. And then in the NFC, you've got Aaron Rodgers, who's like the veteran of the group. Yep. Um, you've got Jimmy Garoppolo, who was supposed to be the next Brady, and now he's just his own Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Um, you know, obviously we're pulling for
1: Green Bay, and I don't know, I would not it, be upset if Green Bay won at all, honestly. Yeah. I the only that, time I was mad that Green Bay won was when they beat the Steelers in 2011. I think the angle, like, the best angle to have is the... A Chiefs Packers Super
0: Bowl because it's the NFL 100. Yep, and it's a rematch of like the first
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean number one. Yeah, exactly. And that and that give them enough and stuff you to know talk what? about for and, two weeks. Yeah, and you know what? This also goes into the conspiracy theory of a lot of our girlfriends, not necessarily yours. Your girlfriend's a big sports nut, and I love the fact that you, your young lady is is awesome when it comes to sports. Is, uh, but but my lovely lady is like, oh, it's the men's soap opera. Here it goes again. It's predetermined. No, that's the NBA. (laughs) But also how like, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's the 100th anniversary of the Super Bowl or 100th, 100th year of the NFL. The first Super Bowl was Kansas City and Green Bay. So why not on the 100th year just make it so it's Kansas City and Green Bay? And it's a big conspiracy theory. I totally get it. Some people out there. You know, uh, they call it the men's soap opera. They call it whatever it is. But it's still the NFL. It's still football. It's still sports. you got to go out and play the game. Um, I am not worried about uh, what happens. Uh, like I said, I would love to see Kansas City and Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Uh, at this aspect, as a Steelers fan, like we said, we cannot really root for the Niners. Uh. So we'll go for Green Bay. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a quarterback. Uh, you, you want to quote Stephen A. Smith? He's a bad man. Um, Devontae Adams uh, up there in Green Bay. Um, you know, you got a lot of guys going with that organization. You got a first year head coach in Green Bay. Um, I, I'm not sure what to really expect. Uh, out of these games this weekend, in the NFC Championship game or the AFC Championship game for that matter, uh, you know we would like Kansas City and Green Bay, um, but if it happens to be the Titans and the Niners, or Titans and Green Bay, or Kansas City and the Niners, mm. I mean, either way, it, we don't have to watch the Patriots. Yeah, that's <laughs> in great in a yeah. fucking Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which is awesome. In the meantime, though, after that Kansas City big win, did you see Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend on Twitter? I only and saw it because a bunch of people like, retweeted it, it and yeah. so forth. Um, and, and she got a lot of flack on that bullshit. Like, mean, what, like, 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 f- like, like oh, oh how does he deal with this girl, <laughs> she's probably normal most of the time,
0: right? Like, I, I think we should all, if you're gonna judge this woman, judgy, judgy, you know, like we, we should all be recorded. And I, fair, fair enough, she recorded herself. Okay, so she made that decision to post that. But sometimes we don't always make the best decisions about what we post when we're passionate about something. Okay, and sometimes things that we can talk about normally, ninety percent of the time we sound crazy about because we're all fired up. It's the same situation when you stick a microphone in a hockey player's face at the end of the period, you know? And, like, they might not make a lot of sense because they're short of breath. And, like, whereas when you talk to them after the game, they might be able to, like, you know, give you all the quotes you need to write your entire article, you know, and then also, like, you know, exchange pleasantries and this and that. I mean uh, she
1: got a bad rep off she, that video on Twitter. She's Twitter,
0: excited, it was after the game. Twitter's bad and mean whoa, whoa, and mean whoa, whoa. people uh, like to be bad there. Well and, what's funny is is Twitter
1: yeah. is more fun than Facebook. But I feel on Twitter people are less mean than they are on Facebook. Are you kidding? Uh, okay, you're right. I mean there's a lot of mean shit going on there. Maybe. maybe and Twitter I'm, doesn't censor as much as Facebook does. No, exactly. Uh, and I,
0: <laughs> I I I tend to not like wade into like Facebook pages that are real controversial well what's nice you know? about
1: what's nice about twitter is if you do comment on a, on a tweet you don't get your phone blown up with ding 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 ding, 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 ding. 67 other people commented on this what do you talk about on twitter only if people like like the shit or retweet you is whenever your phone goes off it's not like you our, can change the settings oh, i know you can change the settings but I have it set to... I don't order. get
0: any notifications from Twitter like, I,
1: at all. I, I'm, on my Twitter, I have it set up to... and On Bold Sports Twitter, on my personal Twitter, I have it set up. If I'm retweeted or liked, then I get the notification. But on Facebook, if you comment on something, uh, then somebody makes a comment, then your phone will just light up in general, especially if it's on one of those stupid-ass feeds. But here yeah. or there, enough of that. Also in the NFL... Luke Kuechly, early retirement, 28 years old, uh, linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, Um, early retirement, uh, you know, he's one of the few, uh, actually there's been more than just him, but there's uh, a bunch of guys that have been retiring before age 30, um, whether it's after they got their first big contract or after they were franchise-tagged a year or two and then decided to retire before their first big contract. Like, remember Steelers' Jason Worlds mm-hmm. retired at 27. Yeah. Uh, he had his rookie deal, then he was franchise-tagged twice. Uh, after that, made, what, uh, $15 million one year, $17 million another year, uh, plus whatever his previous contract was. Um, he retired, and he's never been heard from again. Uh, also, he did join... Uh, The Jehovah's Witnesses, that may have something to do with it. Um, But here and there, Rob Gronkowski, retired before age 30, um, who is the uh, linebacker uh, from the Seahawks, uh, retired uh, before age 30. Um, A lot of these guys are realizing, and they get in, and when they're good players... They get a big money deal, they you know, they play their rookie deal, they get a big money deal, they get franchise tagged or whatever they do. They're like, hey, I got enough money, and my body's sore. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck retired due to injury. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm just sick of rehabbing all the time. If it's not my neck, it's my back. If it's not my back, it's my knee. If it's not my knee, it's my ankles. If it's not my ankles, it's my hip. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's true and all, but you I know. think
0: that's different from like Lee's. Uh, He had concussions He had concussions I mean he's He's thinking like He's not thinking about Doing rehab He's like Trying to avoid Uh, Just uh, completely degenerating Well You know Degenerating his body And his brain And Yeah like Like I mean And like I mean, it's a good age. I I, I saw speaking speaking as a guy who's almost forty. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're gonna have to change careers, if you're gonna change careers, like twenty eight's a good year to do it. Good, that's a good age to change careers. Yeah, you know, get into something else. I mean, and you you can work in that until you know you can collect social security. You know, uh, And the and fact that, like, Social Security, and the interview, I mean, I'm sure he's paid a lot into that
1: and just he, off of his fight. And, and it just makes me re- re- remember, I mean, and he was in the league well enough time to get a pension and everything else mm-hmm. like that. Um, I just remember the interview with Merrill Hodge when he knew it was time to retire and he had so many concussions as a running back. And Merrill Hodge played in a different era, of course. Um, but when Merrill Hodge said he was helping his daughter with his homework and he thought Canada was a state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, hmm Maybe I need to <laughs> reconsider some shit here. Yeah. You know, Meryl any- Hodges <laughs> went on to a great career as a uh analyst mm-hmm. and a and a commentator on things and mm-hmm. an MC and you know, stuff like that. I don't know what he does full time, if he does anything full time, or if he just goes off on uh what we see him on T V with. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know Luke Kuechly, congrats. You had a great run in the NFL. You held a linebacker, played a hell of a game. And, um, hey, live your best life and go what on is into the next chapter. Uh, real quick. Don't want to spend too much time on this cause it's really stupid political bullshit. Vince Vaughn, uh, was at the national championship game in new Orleans. Um, Vince Vaughn was seen and videoed, uh, in the private box with, uh, Our uh, president of the United States, Donald Trump, and his wife, Melania Trump. Uh, They were seen and videoed having conversation uh, and so forth. And afterwards, he got up and um, shook Donald Trump's hand. And now he's getting ridiculed all over the fucking internet because people are idiots. All of you remember the movie Zoolander. They were in that movie together. They, yes, did previously know each other. Uh, from working on a film together. Yes, the President of the United States before he was President not only was a businessman but also was in films and movies and also uh, reality TV shows. I'm not sure why this is even
0: on this show because
1: it's not really sports related. Um, it is because kind of like, it happened in a sporting it event. It happened
0: in a sporting event but like, I yeah. mean, I, like, just, we don't review hot dogs on this yeah, show. Yeah, I'm not hot reviewing dogs hot dogs event. there's hot
1: dogs at sporting events. But just saying, that's just dumb bullshit.
0: Keep I, Keep... That's this belongs in political Twitter. Yeah, that's what I said, where, which yeah, is where yeah. I found it. Yeah, and my my if you since you brought it up, my take on it is that like I I don't really care for Vince Vaughn that much to begin with. Yeah, I like um, some of his movies. It, like some of his movies are okay, but he kind of plays the same character in every movie. Yeah. Like he's not like you know favorite Vince Vaughn. I, I, Favorite Vince Vaughn movie go I don't have one I do Swingers Swingers I guess but Swingers I haven't seen Swingers Since I was 17 Like <laughs> Something tells me It didn't age well Um I don't know Couples Retreat Was funny Yeah I, I like I have HBO Like we We established So like I see right. Vince Vaughn Probably more than I see My own parents At this point in my life <laughs> And like He's fine it, Whatever yeah, I, Um, I, I, I just wanted to say Like look. The thing that pissed me off Was the like the sweet caroline like that's what was playing and it was like it was like they shook hands right it's like the like it's like Vince Vaughn had to like go leave cuz he didn't want to like be there when everybody was singing along to the refrain yeah. is what, what is, was my take and it's just like hey man like if i can get out of having to hear sweet caroline one more time like i'll shake hands with donald trump fuck it <laughs>
1: there you go in the meantime uh so tonight the penguins had their pittsburgh night uh at the stadium. It was all things Pittsburgh. Of course Dan Potash was going to Permanie Brothers and the other uh the Mount Washington and to the point and everywhere else. They had all the Pittsburgh mascots, all the pierogies, the pirate parrot, Steely McBeam. Uh there was even the um sinkhole bus. The Sinkhole bus made made the ice um, That's an, a very elaborate
0: Halloween costume. Like, yeah, that does deserve a second chance. Yeah. So, um, like, if you can incorporate that into any sort of sports, promotion, I, I actually know, go can't right ahead. wait
1: to listen to the guys on the fan tomorrow uh, on my way to work uh, because there was a bet that um, would Sidney Crosby return to the Penguins to play a game before the sinkhole was repaired. And obviously, Sidney Crosby returned before the sinkhole. Was I haven't repaired. been down there. I don't know. It's oh, okay. it's not repaired yet. It's still fenced up and everything else. I used uh, I like to bike down there. Uh, it's a good, but, it's a good shortcut. But yeah, so uh, I, I came in to see who won or lost that bet. Uh, in the meantime, though, no, they were talking about your Pittsburgh Mount Washington on the holds of the Mount Rushmore. Okay, so it's so, like
0: Mount Rushmore, but Pittsburgh, right? So we so would do Mount your, Washington.
1: You're Pittsburgh Mount Washington. So we can get
0: rid of the sprint billboard and replace it with like FGs so, so of famous. You had,
1: so you have to pick a penguin, a pirate, a stealer, and a and a prominent Pittsburgh person. Okay. Okay, this is interesting. I think it's
0: a little I mean it's it's because Pittsburgh is such a sports town, it makes sense that we're doing this, but I, I wish we could open it up to like maybe just like two and two. Yeah. Especially
1: because I think we all know who the hockey guy is going to be. The hockey guy, in my eyes and in your eyes, is probably going to be Tim Mary- Horton. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's Mary Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's a no brainer. Who's your baseball
0: guy? That's a little harder. and um, But again, it's like really not. You got to go Clemente, right? So a lot of people are going Clemente. Me, myself, I'm going to my number two would be Wagner because he's from here. Hashtag he's from here. Right? He's got better stats than Neil Walker, and he's from closer to like the point. Than but Neil also
1: Walker. our grandparents then he would see Wagner play.
0: But he was an inaugural Hall of Famer. Yes, he was. Um and, like, the, to honor the history of baseball in this city and, and to show people that, like, Pittsburgh was a sports town before I mean, the 70s. I in,
1: in the tweets and everything else like that, in the Facebook And, you've also, feed, and then again, you've also got Billy He, he, was, he was mentioned in there. Masarovsky, of course, was mentioned there. Clemente was what, mentioned What's your there.
0: rationale for Stargell above Clemente, if I have to um,
1: ask? Uh, rationale for Stargell was, uh, you know, um, it was this... I don't know if you call it the second era... ...of the Pirates' greatness. Because the Pirates were great in the early 1900s. Then they were good. They started out the 60s great. And then they were really great in the 70s.
0: See, I consider... You can draw a thread between 60 and 71... Because like you still had Clemente, Clemente was on both squads. Clemente was on both squads. Like Blast wasn't on the '60 team, but he nope. was in the minors. Yep. And he knew Clemente from the minors, and then he came up and was instrumental to the '71 title. Yep. But you can't. I don't think you can include '60 in the same era as '79.
1: No, you can't. Include so 60, I, I would yeah.
0: I would say that there's three.
1: Well, Starjo there, was, like was, was on, 70's on the '71 team too. I mean. You know. Anyway,
0: okay, I'm just like Stargel was. Yeah, okay, Stargil's good. I'm going with Clemente because he's an icon. He is an icon. was a, a he's great an icon player. not only in Pittsburgh. And he's, he's a an... statue is in his own right. He is a like, statue. Yeah, but Roberto Clemente because he wasn't just an icon of Pittsburgh baseball. Like all of baseball honors Clemente with the Clemente Award. Um, you know, he he's he's like one of the greatest Puerto Ricans who ever lived. It's uh, he was part, a great humanitarian. But... but I'm just saying, like, there are many constituencies that consider and the best part Clemente about this is it's a, it's, it's
1: a great debate. Nobody's wrong. Yeah. Um, who do mm-hmm. you go in Steelers? Uh,
0: Steeler, my all time Steeler for Mount Rushmore. Um,
1: Chuck Noll. Tuffy. Chuck, Chuck Noll. Yeah. Well, okay. I can agree with Chuck Noll. My answer is different, but I can agree with Chuck Noll. And my rationale for Chuck Noll would be he was hired in '69, and he built what the Steelers are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the coaching stability is a part of what the Steelers are. And exactly, there's been three coaches. If since, they had fired Chuck Noll in
0: '74, they might have fired every coach every three years, and we never would have
1: had Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin. Correct. Um, my my Steeler would be Art Rooney. Another good one, and I and I thought of you know, that as soon as I said Chuck I you mean know, He's the architect. He's the architect. He's the one that if he didn't, you know, win on some horses, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have had the team, and the team was a losing team for some years. And then, uh, but you can say that Art Rooney, mm. he didn't hire Chuck Nolan. Dan Rooney did. Yeah, but Art Rooney is the one that brought the Steelers to Pittsburgh, and. So forth,
0: and it's hard to pick one player over another because they had so yeah, many great, players. so many great players during during so, the. So you gotta era. go with
1: the, So so in my eyes, you gotta go with the coach or an owner at that point in time. Yeah. Because uh, how yeah. how do you pick Joe Green over Elsie Greenwood? <sighs> how do you pick Lynn Swan
0: over John Stallworth? How do you pick Franco Harris over Rocky Blyer? How do you pick Terry Bradshaw over you know
1: big Ben you know, or got,
0: anyone else on the seventies team?
1: And then, so I, I'm 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 cool with your picks. Sweet. So, how about your um, your Pittsburgh personality? To this is where finish this is where final, it's unfair to finish the four. I would honestly just
0: add like a soccer player for the sports wall, and then start another wall like down the mountain, like right. towards the the West End overlook for non sports. <laughs> but since the since that's not the exercise here, and since it's ten to two, and I I got a pickup coming. Um, for me, it, it's it's like a three-way tie right now for me between Sophie Masloff. Forgot about Sophie. Mac Miller. And who was the other one? Mr. Rogers. Okay. Of course.
1: So, so Mr. Rogers on the online polls was number one. Yeah. Um, number two was Andy Warhol. Okay. Um, forgot about Sophie. I, I, I saw some Mac Miller throws in there and whatnot. Saw some Wiz Khalifa throws in there. Of course. Um, I guess it's the younger generation on the Twitter. Um, I personally went with Mr. Pittsburgh, Rick Sebeck. Um, that's that's huge. That's you cool. know, yeah. You know, and and I tagged him in my little
0: because that's the, that's the important thing. And like we, we could go on for like two hours. Oh talking yeah. Oh about, yeah. This is a whole other talking episode. about
1: Pittsburgh identity, right? But like you
0: talk about a guy who is like. Nobody knows who Rick Seaback is, like, outside unless of you're Pittsburgh. outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, we should do just a Mount Rushmore of like Pittsburgh people who, like, nobody's heard of outside of Pittsburgh. Well, and it would be like Scott Blazy from the Clarks. Well, who's out of who, who The Clarks play like the Jimmy Craig. And, like, I mean, you yes. know what I'm saying? Um, so, like, th- there's a lot of good calls, but I I think for honestly, like, Mr. Rogers has to be up there because, again, like, like he's
1: if, probably number one.
0: If I'm going to use the icon argument for Clemente, like, I have to use the same icon argument for Mr. Rogers or else I'm being a hypocrite. Definitely. But if you wanted to like, you know, you'd have to put somebody from our government in there at some point because it is Mount Rushmore after all. Richard Calgary. Calgary was good. He's already got a statue. Right? I mean, so David Lawrence did like the David first Lawrence, Renaissance. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of the early, early, early founders of our city I think, were war criminals. I, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know this. so I, I would put I a guillotine on Mount Washington with an effigy of Henry Frick. That's it. <laughs> there you go.
1: Wow. And I'd rename the stupid park. Yeah, there you go. I mean Frick is was not a love person by all means. No, if But he you, had a lot of money. But, he was the
0: original Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that dude. Tune in tonight for I Got a Lot of Money by Henry uh, Clay Frick uh, but, and but, the Frick City singers. Uh, by the
1: way, if you didn't hear Antonio <laughs> Brown, uh the Hollywood Florida Hollywood Police Department has has uh, broke ties with Antonio Brown said, We do not want to have your money, do not involve yourself with our Local pee wee football league. Do not mm. donate any more to that. I saw that. Yeah, um, that's here and there. Uh, it's really
0: the way he treats those cops in that video. Like you can't imagine no. that they would be like, oh yes. clamoring yeah, clamoring to like take his money. Yeah. Well, you let's know? end. Let, Even let, if they do need new dog. Well, vests, let's end,
1: well let's end this on a on a on a good note because we don't want to end on a bad note. A baller move would be for Ben Roethlisberger to donate
0: all a bunch a bunch of money to that league.
1: That'd be awesome. Because I know I know he does give a lot of money to the cops. He does. He he's bought them a lot of dogs over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh vests for let, the dogs. Let, let, let's end on a good note. Um, Bill Cower was surprised on live TV about getting into the Hall of Fame uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was again. Uh, he was surprised on live TV on Sunday. I missed
0: the Cower one,
1: but then when I found out that
0: like they, yeah. that they were up to that sort of thing, I was like, I should probably watch halftime.
1: Right and. Uh, uh, you
0: know, and they're like, "Oh, we got a surprise!" And I was like, "Yeah, Bill Cower's gonna come out, and they're gonna honor Bill Cower on Fox." No, No. wrong. No way to did. read a room, Matt. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did Jimmy Johnson. Um, <laughs> it was cool, though. I, I'm not a Cowboys so, fan, so uh, there's there's
1: 20 people going in the Hall of Fame this year for the centennial, um, and it's being kind of treated like a consolation prize. Yeah, it's not the same, it's, same process it's not the same as process. the voting.
0: Because uh, usually I told to really, my dad not they, that long ago that I didn't think Cowher had a Hall of Fame resume. I, I don't think he does either. And Tomlin's got a better record. Yeah,
1: um, you
0: got Unless like he Cowher's
1: like, lost more championship games than than Tomlin has. Well, I mean
0: Tomlin. You know, Tomlin could stick around for ten more years of mediocrity and maybe like chip away at his winning percentage. But like this isn't about his numbers and his record and right. Super Bowls. It's about you know he's a TV guy he's coach cower he's good he's going to be there for right. years and years yep. on, on that show so he's he's old and gray probably uh, and it's, it's
1: all about the nfl market so we know itself. two of the 20 guys going in uh to the nfl hall of fame this year uh other stewards that are on the ballot uh Fanica, of course uh and troy polamalu uh there was another guy that was on there and i can't remember he was well before us uh troy polamalu uh, and from what i've understood and read several articles about I think Troy Polamalu is a shoe in Yeah. Um, he's pretty much a shoe in He should be. Uh, and also, uh, note on that, uh, the Hall of Fame game has not been yet determined. Uh, so they're talking... Because they don't determine the Hall of Fame game until they decide who's going to the Hall of Fame. Then they pick the teams that are going to play that based on that. Mm-hmm. So um, they're potentially talking a uh, Steelers-Cowboys Hall of Fame game, which would add a... Preseason game to mm. each of the guys' schedules. The Steelers said, "Hey, we're for it. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, it's what the NFL wants to do." Also, the other note on stuff like that with the Steelers: um, uh, Art Rooney II was asked about Hard Knocks coming to Pittsburgh, and he said, um, "He said uh, they they've asked us before and we've said no uh, and passed on the opportunity." He said, obviously at this point in time, we are past the point of being asked. Now it is a, we're doing it, and you have to deal with it. Um, We hope they wouldn't pick us, but if they do, we'll grin and bear it and um, deal with it as it comes. They know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Because the NFL is just, you know, HBO and everybody in the NFL is looking at their chops like, oh, the Steelers are Mm. eligible for hard knocks? Mm. What the fuck? We want to get in there. All right, folks. Thank you very much. Matt. They should scrimmage the team from Euphoria. (laughs) Awesome. Matt and I have rambled on a lot tonight. We are well over It took us two and a half hours for me to come up with
0: my best idea ever, which is the Steelers scrimmage the team from Euphoria,
1: and Zendaya sings the national anthem. Good night. And we're done. Thank you very much, folks. Listen to us next week when we do episode uh, 111. Uh-oh. 111. Triple numbers. Uh-oh. I, Is... I'm, I'm superstitious as fuck. You might not see me next week. Ah, shit. I have to do it on my <laughs> own. God damn it. Stella, where you at? We'll just All do right, one folks. eleven and a half. Thank you very much for listening to Matt and I ramble off for two and a half hours about some great sports banter and bullshit. And some uh, not-so-great. We'll we, be back. We didn't write the scripts, so. We'll be back next week. And, um... Take it easy. Enjoy. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, It's at BoldPGHSports on the Twitter. Uh, You can also catch us at BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook and BoldPGH on the Instagram. Check us out. All right, folks. Thanks a lot. Have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Hey, Ian, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve SteveFernald on Twitter, at MMTacey on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.